So a car hit me the other day. <laughs> <laughs> like you walking? Yeah, walking back from the post office. Was after it a driving. car? No, he fucking, well, he was pulling out of his, he was backing out of his spot in Turkey Hill, which of course I don't know why anybody backs into a fucking spot anywhere because they can't fucking see. I see accidents happening all the time. And he fucking, he tears ass out of this and he fucking comes right for me, dead ringer, and he keeps going. I bounce off the back of his fucking uh, uh, window on his blazer or whatever the fuck he had and I just started fucking screaming. I'm so sorry. What like, fucking I was in your goddamn rearview mirror. I had to be. You were coming dead on for me. Yeah, this finger never may be right again, Dave. <laughs> so that happened to me once in Bloomsburg. I was there for the. Yeah, this is why I don't carry guns because I would have shot that fucking van. <laughs> so we were crossing the crosswalk, and this guy came up and like he was gonna hit me. So I did the nat- natural thing. I jumped and I fucking ass on the hood, big old fucking den. He's like, my car. I'm like. Listen, you were going to hit me, and I, I like my knees more than I like your fucking hood. <laughs> yeah, I bounced off the back of his... I, I was able to get enough leverage on it that I could push myself off to the side. Otherwise, I would have. if he would have knocked me over, I would have been down under, and we wouldn't be having this conversation. Were, were, you, uh, were you able to reach the life alert button? Nope. <laughs> nope. He was barreling ass in the parking lot right to go. At me. So no life alert. Nope. Are you sure he's not someone that you fucked up their pull list? <laughs> there's a couple times I've left here thinking I'd hit him with my truck real easy. Hey. Hi, I'm Dirk Manning, the writer and creator of Nightmare World, Tales of Mystery, Love Stories to Die For, Right or Wrong, a writer's guide to creating comics, as well as the co-creator of books including Hope, The Adventures of Cthulhu Jr. and Dastardly Dirk. And my friends, I am so excited for you. In fact, I'm almost envious for you because right now you are about to continue listening to comic book rehab podcast so enjoy Hi, I'm Paul. Hi, Hi Paul. Paul. Hi, I'm joined by Dave. The already Mad Hatter. Is he already mad? Well, yeah, he told me to fuck off already. Okay, the already Mad Hatter. Did I yell it? Yeah. Not really. He didn't scream it. Well, I could actually hear him in the microphone, so he had to scream because he doesn't know how to talk. Jimmy, I was on a uh, liquid diet this past weekend. Kimmel live, almost live. And uh, I got to leave Josh. I, I have to leave early yeah. because he has nothing else to do. So you know what that means. Bow, chicka, wow, wow. Hey, I'm here and you're here. Listen, he has a 915 psychic massage. That he yeah, that's very important. <laughs> yeah. So um, I, I, I said we did I, get I a complaint. I astrally projecting at some point. I did, we did get a complaint that we didn't post anything lately he kind of yelled our at us we did get ch- he, he chastised us yes and one of our other i talked to a couple people that were listening to this and and somebody else complains because we were having the conversation about how the marvel books are good and he's like 
but what about the DC stuff? You goes, you weren't talking about this. I said, oh, that's all on Josh. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's Mr. DC. Well, said, DC that's all only on puts DC. out like six. I was going to say when Marvel puts out four, four and, 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 and they yeah, pulled and two of them this week. DC's most weeks nowadays. Oh yeah. Yeah, and and Image has more number one books oh, than DC yeah. has all week. Yeah, um, and they pulled DC pulled two of the books this week. Yes, I they guess did. We'll talk about that a little bit later. So okay, uh, all right. So we're going to talk about books that came out on August fourteenth, two thousand nineteen, and of course, like last week, there's a lot of them, and some things kind of happened a lot with some of the books this week. Uh, so we'll start off, I guess, since we have this absolute carnage thing going on, we might as well. That's going to be weekly. There's something coming out with it every week. At least and, one. At least one. And uh, so we'll, I guess we'll start off with those. We had two books this week. Uh, uh, Scream, by, written by Colin Bunn. Um, this was, it was decent, decently written. Um, I guess our big point was um, that scream is resurrected with the other symbiote things uh from null and the carnage the stuff that's going on and then we have um the this is the girl that was um from uh, the web of venom funeral pyre right mm. that was mania right isn't this the main that's trick? who she ends up fighting yes um she shows so she's in new york and um Scream gets a new host, which was kind of a... Well, the new host is actually an old Venom. Yeah. She was Venom So this from... chick with the kids? No, no. No, 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 no. Um, the uh, one that was hiding with the guns and everything. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Venom number one way back from 2000 and... Oh, yeah. Three. Okay. Oh, so uh, oh, this chick isn't the one from Funeral Pyre that was Mania or whatever. No, but she does pop up in here. at the end. She pops. Oh, up, yeah. she pops. Yeah, oh. this, this is uh, Patricia Robinson. Right. Okay. So, she, so now Patricia Robinson is the new Scream. New Scream because okay. Scream was resurrected, but it's just a corpse. Okay. Well, here's here's the Mania skeleton. chick because yep. she has all the yeah. Yeah. So they're raising all of them, and uh, Patricia tries to take him on, and she's taken over, and. She's going to the calling as well because she talks about how she always kind of had that Venom voice still there, even though she's been separated for all this. Well, time. I guess that's what they're calling the Codex. Isn't yeah. that what right. we got yeah. from last week from Absolute Carnage? Yeah. yeah. So um, she is uh, there. About, she's about to square off with uh, the girl that used to be Mania. So, yeah, this was this was well written. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I like Colin. I hope Colin Bunn's doing the majority of these one-off minis. If Don isn't, because this is kind of the horror type that I think he really exceeds at. Yeah, this, like I said, this was pretty decent. Um, and then there's separation anxiety. Um, yeah. So these are, <laughs> yeah. these are the these are the four four remaining because they killed one of the uh, offspring from Venom. Yes. Um. They had attached themselves to a stray dog. They find this kid who's kind of down in the dumps. Their pa her parents are fighting. and Well, they're splitting up. They're yeah. splitting up. Mom's moving out with her and her brother. And the dog finds her. They She invites the dog in, and it's carrying these four symbiotes. 
the symbiotes infect the family. Yeah. Yeah. And so she, yeah. So she's, um, she's the last one to be infected. Yeah. So this is all. This them. is all hybrid. Um. This is all Carnage USA and Deadpool versus Carnage. If I'm not mistaken, is where all this backstory is. So, um. Yeah. So, uh, the dog. The dog was always cool back then. So we're getting more of that. And now we have a family, family of hybrids, I guess. Yeah. And they're getting ready to go on a road trip. And this this one's a one shot. Yeah. So yeah. this this one then leads well. Well, they're, they're packing up and they're heading to New York, New York too. Yep. Yeah. Well, everything well, I'm assuming's going down in New York. Yeah. Yeah. This this wasn't bad either. I really enjoyed the art on this. Yeah. Um, uh, it it had a little bit of a plug, Mike Plug kind of feel yeah, to it. Yeah. It's, look. Uh, Brian yeah. Brian Level on art. Uh, Clay McC- cloud chapman was the writer i thought he did a good job um again as far as i know kate's is storyboarding all this and he's gonna be doing the main story and venom i believe are right. the two stories that yeah. he's gonna be doing but he's storyboarding all this so so he basically has the final say on what goes through and what yeah doesn't. yeah um but no this was good as well so um again if it's not necessary to read this for the absolute carnage event no i i think donnie has said you know if you just want to read absolute carnage you'll get the whole gist of it no problem but these are just cool little stories to you know i thought they tied in well enough yeah that made it if you were going to pick it up at least it was worthwhile a lot of times when they have these tie-ins they're they're not worth yeah it's like like, i didn't uh, need secret empire when we did secret empire they had that many little tie-ins but none of them, none of them were yeah, really. Yeah, it'd be like a panel or two yeah. at the end, like oh, that's how it ties in. Yeah, uh, the metal was the same way. Right. You, you they, these characters would like show up in like the last two pages of it, and it's like oh, so that's how this is a tie-in. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, they, I, my, my stick in the mud on on uh, tie-ins would have been back when they had over the edge back in the 90s oh jesus christ and literally literally in doctor strange which was one of the tie-ins that you had to read that was one of the it was literally two pages it was just whatever was going on with doctor strange and in two pages the punishers outside of the house of doctor strange's house and knocking on the door and going oh i guess he's not at home that was that it. was the tie-in. <laughs> that was the entire tie-in, and I was like, "You made me read a Doctor Strange book for no damn reason." <laughs> well, didn't the Hunt for Wolverine stuff do that too? Kind of when he was showing up with the Space Stone. Like yeah, but would, th- those yeah, but those were like separate from the. Book. Yeah, those those were considered after credits. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, they they that would be like a little one. It wasn't. Oh, this whole book's a tie-in. No, it was that's that scene. So. So, all right. Keeping with the Spider-Man type theme cuz hi, I'm Dave. Hi, hi princess. Dave. Anyway, S- Amazing Spider-Man 27. Um this is after the Syndicate. What? I'll teach you how to segue one day. Go ahead if you want to segue. Continue. 
I, I just picked where, up what was next on my pile. This is I put where all I this... thought we were going. But go ahead. Well, maybe Continue. you want to like storyboard and plan this shit out before we start. You wouldn't be able to follow it anyways. I'd have to draw pictures, and I'm a shitty artist. You're a shit more than a shitty artist. You're a shitty a lot of things. Anyway, Amazing Spider-Man 27. We told you he was mad already. <laughs> I wasn't lying. We pick up uh, with the syndicate after they've come at, uh, bombed the feast uh, site. Um, and Boomerang's actually holding them off pretty well while Peter's tending to Aunt May. Um, Peter gets Aunt May away and then joins the fight of Spider-Man, but him and Boomerang aren't really clicking, so they end up getting each other's way. Boomerang gets captured and... Um, While being a sexist asshole the whole time. Oh, absolutely. Like, consummate... Like, he should have, like, a sweater tied around his neck. That's how much of a douche he's being. His name should be Kevin. <laughs> yeah. But he goes by Kev. Yeah. <laughs> Again, Dave, callback. Uh, well, that's the name of the artist. Kev Walker. On this book, yeah. Right? Is he again? He's a penciler. I don't know, but I think the art was a little bit better than the last issue. Oh, yeah, issue. for sure. I didn't even read this, and I was paging through it, and the first yeah. thing I was going to say was the art looks better than the last couple issues. But um, the big reveal at the end is Robbie's new girlfriend is the new Beetle. Yeah, that was... Uh, and he knows it. Apparently, which was fucking kind of stupid. Like, yeah, like, I don't know, like, because they're making out in her costume. Yeah, like, I thought, like, I'm like, oh, like, I I get that if she didn't wear the costume, we really wouldn't have noticed her because, you know, she's a new character and you really and you would have had Paige back through. But it's like, so Robbie's just OK with going out with the supervillain. I guess I, I guess he. But does he really know that uh, Fred is Boomerang? Well, no, he doesn't. Okay, because I was going to say, if he's okay with Ruman with a supervillain. Well, no, I guess he... I guess he would he? I think so. Yeah, I guess he would because... Because he leaves the costume laying around. <laughs> well, not only that, he, his identity was revealed in Secret Empire. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess he would. But, you know, living with, like, an ex-supervillain and hooking up with a car i don't know it just seemed a little but fucking weird to me also we learned that the new Beatles gonna pretty much double cross the plans of the syndicate and turn fred over to the fisk yeah yeah that's uh that's what he's his uh evil intentions are whatever they are for boomerang so it was good well written the art definitely was a step up um all right one spider-man book to another hi i'm jimmy hi, hi jimmy. jimmy uh friendly neighborhood spider-man number 10 um this is dealing with um the guy that kind of feeds off people's like sorrow um and it starts with peter meeting up with tony stark so he's a grief knight very much kind of yeah um, 
he was uh, actually in one of the internment camps for the Japanese. So, um, so he's he's meeting with Tony and he's telling them, you know, hey, I need your help and stuff like that. He's like, he's like, I don't need Iron Man. And Iron Man's like, well, shit, you could have told me that before I put the suit on. He's like, yeah, that did seem like kind of a hassle. He's like, no, I don't need you. I need Tony Stark. He's like, so you need money? He's like. Well, not exactly. He's like, well, you should have money. You're a really smart guy. He's like, nah, not really. He's like, well, talking about other stuff. He's like, well, I rent an apartment with roommates. He's like, really? Peter's like, I I really don't care about money. So this just totally confuses Tony. And he's like, all right, I'll help you. So does Tony not know he's Spider-Man? No, that was... uh, all part of that slot. One more day. One more day bullshit. Okay. So there's only a well, handful. Well, that was pre-slot because the one more day is slot, but that was all the... Uh, Straczynski stuff. Yeah, but Straczynski wanted his name taken off. Well, of it was Straczynski it was, and slot. Well, it was... Or Quesada. I think Quesada had to do... Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So anyways... Um, <sighs> He gets back to his uh, his neighbor, and he finds out that Hobie has gone to find this guy whose name is escaping me right now. Um, but it doesn't really matter. So he, he fights, and he's basically shown kind of all his screw-ups. And Peter's like, we need to save him. He goes in, at, gets Hobie out of there. He goes in, and... It looks like Peter's going to succumb to it because he's being shown all of his mistakes and everything like that. And he just literally just walks through the the uh, kind of mist he uses and knocks this guy out. He's like, listen, I know I made mistakes. He said, I've come to terms with this a long time ago. People have tried this before. And right then he's surrounded by a bunch of security guards. He's like, hey, my backup's here. That's Tony Stark. And he's like, oh, Iron Man's your backup. He's like, nope, it's all Tony Stark's lawyers. So um, it's revealed that Tony buys this GoFundMe type company and is going to uh, get everyone's money back. Um, and that's what Peter asked him to do is with the lawyers, get all these people's monies back. And he's going to continue running this, but run it legitimately for these people that need, you know, uh, kind of this crowdfunding and stuff like that. And they offer... Uh, Hobie the job to run it which was uh kind of cool because now he's gonna hang up the prowler uniform for good um and he accepts so that was uh this was re- very good this uh considering the last two were kind of eh i was gonna this, say you were getting ready to drop this i one. i was uh this this was an excellent issue so uh i'll continue staying on it i mean the writing was always solid the art's pretty good as well it's uh tom taylor and uh lashley on art uh but yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, the story ended pretty, you know, nicely, and I'm hoping it kind of gets back to that kind of wholesome stuff, and that's what it kind of pulled the reins back here a little bit and got back to Spider-Man, you know, being that wholesome. Being the, the neighborhood yeah, Spider-Man. Yeah, trying to help out Hobie and all that, so. All right, I'm Josh. Hi, Hi Josh. Josh. I don't have a Spider-Man book, but I have a book with Spider-Man in it. Uh, Gwenpool Strikes Back, number one. By, uh, I, I would say this falls into a Spider-Man book for how much he's in it. Yeah. 
Yeah, but he's not like the title character. Well. Uh, who fucking wrote this? You know what? Williams. If the, if the fucking yeah, but that doesn't that doesn't tell me anything. If it doesn't have uh, it in the I first think it, fucking is it, page, is it Leah Williams? Yeah. I'm not gonna credit them if they don't credit them in the book. So, other than on the cover, and I don't know what the fucking names are. Uh, anyway. Oh, it's literally the last page. <laughs> okay, there we go. I I that's I that's, I I can't stand that when they don't credit them at all, or if they put it at the, at the end. Anyway, Leah Williams is a writer. Uh, David Baldion on art. Um, this was good. I liked it. I didn't read the last Gwenpool book, but. I thought this was good. This is this is essential, um, Gwenpool. What I liked about this, and uh, this is where I want to get you and Dave's opinion because you read this. I, of course, uh, read all of the old Gwenpool stuff. Yeah. I was I was on that, so I knew I could pick right up. But this pretty much gives you enough background that you understand. Yes, I mean, the oh, first, absolutely. The first like, couple pages, is... despite the fact that you have to watch her floss and then dab, she explains who she is. So if, if I mean, I know who Gwenpool is, but if no one else, if someone not knowing who this is picked it up for the first time, you could easily catch up. Right yeah, away. I, I like that, that it didn't drag on for half the book. Right. Um, and but, my only other dealing with uh, Gwenpool would have been the uh, Edge of the Venomverse, Venomverse stuff. So for me jumping on with this, it was a nice backstory. I basically knew her origin, but it was a nice reiteration, and it's a good like for somebody that's never read Gwenpool to jump into it. Yeah, so she's again she her whole shtick is that she has to maintain relevance because she actually technically is real, and if you stop reading her books, she ceases to exist because no one is thinking about her. Yeah, because she's one that they could easily wipe out of continuity. Yes, not only that, but like she had had. Doctor Strange wipe out her tether well, to her own yeah, reality. Yeah, she yeah. can't, which is which is our reality, right. technically. Yep. Um, so she's looking for a way to make herself more popular to make sure her book is more successful, and she thinks she needs to get a superpower to do that. So she's looking to get um, some sort of radioactive thing to so get she, in contact with her, so, so she gets a radioactive ability. So she robs a bank and wants Spider Man to, to bite, bite her. her. Yes, and he's like, "Look, a radioactive spider bit me. I'm not radioactive. I can't." And she's like, well, can you can you try? And he's like, he's like, she's like, I have a Geiger counter here, and she she wands him up up and down and pulls his mask off, and everyone sees him in the bank, and he's like, what the fuck are you doing? And everybody turns on her, like they're like, no, that's not cool, man. Well, no, everyone's like, oh no, uh, my phone's dead. I didn't get a we were picture. Attention I wasn't to the pregnant paying, lady. Yeah, I was yeah. a pregnant lady, and they're all like, all right, well, whatever. But she gets she gets tied up, and she ends up um, escaping by jumping over one of the panels. And uh, she runs into, like, an irradiated version of herself. And through the panels, uh, she finds herself, like, a thought bubble that has, who's this fucking guy again? Radioactive man in it. She ends up getting radiation sickness and then going back in the panels as the radiation one. And at the end of the book, it actually says, go back to this page so you can resume the story with, within this own book's continuity with the irradiated Gwenpool you know, and she ends it with saying, you know, to be continued. So it's it's the perfect introduction to Gwenpool while also like staying true to the yeah. character. For right. Yeah. I mean, they, the, this, this. Yeah. And this that's her whole a thing. Perfect she, Gwenpool she knew she got a new book, but she's hoping it's not just a one shot. Yeah. And she's she like, I can't be on a team book either because I can't really showcase my talents without looking like. just. And that's actually crazy why character. the uh, the credit page is at the very end, because she was looking for that, but couldn't see it yet. Oh, OK. Well, that makes sense then. But this is good. I enjoyed it. I'm probably going to keep reading this. Is Agreed. this a miniseries or? Uh, a five, I believe. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, we're on oh, Spider-Man books right now. We're on Spider-Man books yep. right now. I don't think I have. Sure, you do. Else. Do I? One by Peter David. I didn't get to it. For some reason, it wasn't on my list, so I didn't get to it. All right, you go can ahead. do that one. Go ahead. Um, Symbiote Spider-Man number five. This uh, just wrap it up. This wraps it this up. This wraps it up. Or or does, does it? it? Um. Oh yeah, because they're symbiote. Spider-Man for absolute, absolute carnage. carnage. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this yeah. this was awesome. Um, this wrapped up the series very well. Yeah, I mean, there's good. It's mostly all action. Um, he gets a piece of the suit back. Uh, May's still pissed at him because obviously he missed out on. He was two hours late for breakfast. For breakfast, um, which again, they're fighting right outside the diner. It's like, oh, he's on the train. Maybe it's running late. They look out. It's like. Oh, there's a superhero battle on the train. That's probably why he's not here. Fucking idiots. <laughs> um, but no, this this was good. Uh, and he uh, puts away the suit. And uh, it's only about halfway into it that he actually wakes up, which was funny because it's just suit fighting for a while. Yep. And um, Black Cat's, and Black Cat's trying to talk to him. And finally he comes out of it. She's like, oh, now you're talking. He's like. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing here. <laughs> he has no clue. Um, but no, this was uh, this was excellent. Uh, again, it it's nice because it didn't change anything. It worked as a contained story that could have happened between, you know, what was it, 256 and 300, somewhere in that time gap. Right. It could have very well taken place. I, I really enjoyed this series. I'm looking forward to more. Uh, I, and I think we're going to be getting it with the teaser. That's yeah, it does end. say uh, Symbiote Spider-Man will return. So with a little, it does it. it does that look like Hobgoblin? Well, yeah, it, that... it shows up. It shows up with the um, uh, absolute carnage. Yeah, there's but, an absolute carnage, but, but this maybe has... they'll do another miniseries again. Yeah, that, that, I, that's great. Yeah, if they yeah. keep Peter David doing stuff like this. Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Now you can go. Now I can go. All right, we're gonna we're gonna pull the bandaid off of this one. You didn't read it yet, did you? I I didn't read the last one. <laughs> Why would I subject myself to that kind of fucking torture? I don't know. You were still reading Transformers. Still am. Fantastic Four number thirteen, part two of the battle with the Immortal Hulk, which is controlled by the Puppet Master. So. For some reason, I don't know. I can't take my, I can't make myself look at number twelve again. But I thought he only had a minute. Now all of a sudden, at the beginning of this one, he has an hour left before he turns back to Ben Grimm. So they are duking it out and punching, and um, they say something. The Hulk says something, and then Ben figures out that it's the Puppet Master that it's not really banner and of course they keep punching each other the ben's rocks come off and somehow he gets really bruised under there meanwhile alicia so you're, say, so you're saying the whole got things rocks off yes <laughs> at least he's got something on the honeymoon <laughs> well right because alicia's trapped under a pile of rubble um rest of the people that are with her they don't know what to do but thank goodness alicia's there because she knows how to maneuver in the dark and 
This is supposed to be a band-aid. You're supposed to rip those off fast, and you're like slowly peeling it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel instead of saying what it actually is, is hot garbage. Yes, just say it's bad and get it over with. But it's torturing Dave. It's and torturing I, me. And I enjoy the expressions oh, on I'm Dave's face. <laughs> and Josh has to leave early. Yeah, you're depriving so all of my they, fans. They keep of going me. at it. Um, and then Alicia gets out. If you want to leave because of this, I might. I might. Hell, I might go with you. (laughs) Yeah, look, Jimmy just wants the extra space. (laughs) I do. (laughs) You like sushi? That's where I'm going after this. I love sushi. Um, It looks like there's much that I don't eat. To to the to the one out on 72. Yeah, we're in 422. Was no, 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 no. In 422 is now a sushi place. Oh, I didn't know that. I was gonna say because if you're going out to that one, I. Sucks. <laughs> yeah, this place is much better. Okay. Okay. Uh, so when Alicia gets out and then she talks to Ben, and so he then decides he's got to give the Hulk the one big swing to knock him out. And then, of course, he hits him and knocks him out, which, of course, again, knocks all his well, rocks off. Well, he, he uses the Hulk's momentum. Is that what happens? The Hulk was like freight training at him. And he, yeah. He just and goes. Yeah. I Really? I, yeah, really, yeah. really. And then, of course, right after that, he turns back into Ben. He's pretty screwed up. And then when he gets back and wakes up, it's a week later because when Hulk knocked him in the next week. And, uh, he, of course, he missed his honeymoon and everything and uh, and all this nonsense so they can't change him back into ben Grimm for a year i i, I don't know i can't believe it's i don't know and then at the the epilogue that we have uh, the immortal yes. hulk goes yes, after because a normal the, amount of slot is not enough we need more we need more and then we have uh the hulk going after the puppet i can't master. wait to tell him to go fuck himself in new york like Probably more than meeting Donnie Cates. That's, that's what, what I'm I can't looking contribute to. much, but after this, I will contribute to bail money. <laughs> so the Hulk uh, smashes Puppet Master's fingers and so then it, does else does, to Did him the thing always it. have a creamy nougat center? I thought he was always just. I all thought rocks. he was just rock all the way through. Yeah, I thought I so too. I don't know. Well, maybe it's I don't know. It's the first I've ever seen like, anything you know like that. What he looked like underneath the yeah. beef. Yes, he did. <laughs> he looked that, like the bu- the beef from the image book? book. Yeah. Oh man, what a no, book. But no, I'd I rather read no. The there beef there were story arcs where Grimm has gotten fucked up. Remember when he had to wear the uh, face mask helmet? Yeah, because Wolverine yeah. fucked yeah, his face up. He, Dave liked that because he had to wear a helmet till he was thirty two. So he wouldn't bite himself though. Right? So anyway, on to the next book, uh, Punisher Kill Crew number one. This is really good. This is great. I uh, this was a lot of fun. Um. We pick up. I'm pissed that he's not killing people with the kids. I want. I want, <laughs> him want to train all oh, these. That's kids. what I thought it was. I thought it was going to be for a moment. Like I thought that's what was going to happen. Holy fuck! He's going to train an army of little Punisher. <laughs> oh, was, and then that's not what it was at all. But um, but it was still good. This I like the art a lot. This art was pretty good. Yeah, I yeah. did. It has the number one poster I want of all time. Yes. as the last page. Yes, this, absolutely. That's what I said oh, in the, text. No, oh, the very last, last page. The last page was awesome. I. Yeah, I so he basically made a promise to a guy whose entire family was killed during which the War is of the straight Realms. out of War of the Realms. Yes. Of course, no. that's um, pretty good too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but not as good as the other one. Uh, but so he made a promise no, that he would, that that is fucking phenomenal. That he would kill. Yes, 
that he would kill the the troll that killed this guy's family or whatever, and he ends up hunting down the rest of the remnants that are still around. Yeah, everyone that the kids the, like the were. war of the realms. So um, on the way, he as he's killing things, he's taking trophies. So he gets the helmet from a like a, a undead Viking guy. He fights this tree thing with a giant mouth, and uh, I don't think he takes anything from it. Yeah, but he, I think he. I thought he did. Well, maybe he doesn't. Well, isn't um, that where he gets the fruit for the? Oh, maybe. Yeah. I mean, sure. Why not? He ends up going out outside of uh, Doctor Strange's place, and he sees Tooth Nasher there. Um, and he ends up recruiting Tooth Nasher in his this thing, and, and we get the we get the fucking the greatest page I've seen in a long time. <laughs> like I said, to you guys, I was I read Silver Surfer Black, and I'm like, holy fuck, this art all the way throughout is amazing. How can this be topped? And this single page is the most beautiful thing I've seen in a long time. <laughs> like. His hunch, the hunched over expression is what sells it to me. Where it's like there's this fucking rainbow of cosmic awesomeness in the background. A fucking goat from Asgard is pulling your 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 van, and you're hunched over like, this is terrible. I can't wait and to he's kill wearing things. The, he's wearing he's the wearing, he's wearing the he's Viking wearing, helmet. Well, he's wearing the Death Dealer helmet. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it's. A death yeah. Oh man. I. I. Yeah. This is a lot of fun. I like this book a lot. Uh. Yeah. This was a lot of fun. I. I really. Uh, I I enjoyed this a lot more than I expected. All right. Uh, speaking of Silver Surfer Black, we might as well ride into it. Sure. Okay. Uh, number three of five? Yes. Of five. Um, so I didn't realize this until I looked it up. Uh, they're in a black hole this whole time. They never got out of the black hole, so this whole... So Eagle, Ego's in the black yeah, hole. So this is, is that all, why he's a young planet then? Yeah, yeah, so this is taking place all inside of a black hole. Yeah. Um, it opens up with a dream sequence from the surfer, which... Well, I isn't this Ego tapping into Norrin's Well, it's what he's memories? dreaming, yeah. yeah. He's, I mean, yeah. he's dreaming about it, yeah. He dreams that he's, he's still Norrin Rad on... Zen law or whatever the fuck yep, it's called with his wife and with his wife and then it, they're talking about having children and then the surface shows up he sees himself as Galactus not the other way around yeah because this is what happened that's, only Galactus that's, that's showed, when Galactus up. showed so up so he show yeah. he sees himself in his future form because he sees how he's right uh going away and he sees himself destroy the planet so I thought that was really cool um like I said, the art is fucking amazing. Um, so he wakes up on Ego, um, and they're, he's like, dude, you've been out for like a week. And he's like, I, I can read your thoughts. I'm kind of tapped into you. And he, re it's, uh, he's like, your words for what's happening to you are rapid, uh, well, you, you, molecular you, degeneration, atomic degeneration. Yeah. Rad. Um, Ego then reveals that he's infected. Yeah. And Silver Surfer offers to fix him. Yeah, he's like, something struck, you know, struck me. A and meteor or something yeah. hit him, yeah. So he uses his board. I, I love the use of the board. The, yeah, the, where it turns into a screw. Yeah. Turns it into everything like in this. Like, yep. And it uh, drills to the core of the of the planet. And He um, finally gets to the core where this thing has come to rest. And we see what it is. It's the... The ship that Gallon of Toss shows up in. Yep, it's basically Galactus's ship incubator. So, mm -hmm. um, which would make sense. This happens inside of a black hole where time doesn't matter. So, 
this is kind of how Galactus comes to our universe. Yep. So, I love this. This was fucking phenomenal. Just, I mean, just so many of the the, the double page spreads were. Well, every page, every page is poster worthy in this. You 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 take this if you just read the, if you just read the dialogue and all that. It's fucking phenomenal. If you look at the art, it's just phenomenal. But you combine them and yeah, amazing. It wasn't gonna be, but flipping through it again, pick of the week. It, it's what I like about this with the art is a lot of the times with this stuff because with the way the comics are, they're dark and gritty and like. But this is so bright and colorful. Yes, and vibrant. So, yes. Um, it, well, it's so alien almost and right. it, it kind of it kind of sets the the atmosphere because again he's in the middle of a black hole where like nothing makes sense nothing matters and that's kind of I mean, what the a, a art is kind of doing too to, is dave stewart on this for colors yes. yeah shout out to him i mean he trad moore's art is phenomenal but if you don't have a good color yeah, for this for um and i didn't know this uh but it's not just donny cates doing the story it's donny cates and trad moore I think they said something about that in the yeah. first issue, though. Yeah, he's like, I was looking forward to doing work with Trad more again because we kind of clicked on a level that I haven't clicked with an artist before. Yeah, so, so. That, that's cool that they're both working on the story, and I think that's why it just works so well together. For sure. Um, but, yeah, this is uh, this was my runner-up until I flipped through it again, and I'm like, yeah, this is my pick of the week. Right. Uh, very good. I loved it. Yeah. Another Silver Surfer book, kind of. I mean, it is. Silver Surfer, Prodigal Son, number one. Um, is this is the second second, second one? Yep. Okay. First one was, was the Fantastic, Fantastic Four. Four. Yeah. Um. This was fucking awesome. This was really good. Uh, Prodigal Son returns to his home planet after escaping the escape pod that was in the Fantastic Four ship. Uh, he gets home and you find out that there's there's a planet near in 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 the system that his family rules over, and uh, they need to like. Crush an uprising. They wanted this planet wants independence from the system, and they're like, "Well, we can't do that because they're an energy-rich mm-hmm. planet." And then you know, all these other pl- planets are going to try to invade them. And Prodigal's like, "Well, Prodigal originally like, give them freedom. As soon as they're invaded once, they're going to come back to us for yep. for for help, and we'll just take." And them back. his dad and brother are like, "No, we can't show any weakness, or they'll all try to leave." Right. So um, he goes and everyone's makes it to the planet. Everyone's fucking fleeing, and. Uh, it's because the Silver Surfer's there. Um, Silver Surfer is summoning Galactus. Prodigal says, I'm going to destroy you and Galactus, so it doesn't matter. You guys can try if you want to stop me, but you can't. Well, they stop, <clears throat> they stop him, and Galactus eats the world, or sucks it of all life. And um, we could kind of get to see more of Prodigal's power set. It's it's like he's, elemental he, powers. Yeah, he's... He's like the original elemental. Yeah. So he has all the powers. But he loses, he goes back, and his bro- Oh actually that was that was set in the past. Yeah, so that that, was, that, that, that set previous. up Silver Surfer. So he's on the moon in the ca- in the, the bubble that was jettisoned from the, the Fantastic Four ship. He cuts his way out of it and Silver Surfer's there and, and Surfer's like, Look, I'm not the same person you met previously. Um well, at first they can't talk to each other. Yeah, so he has to create air bubbles around them because they're in space. But yet there's no air bubbles going between them, which kind of bugs me. It's comic books, man. Uh, but they set up the premise, so they... Yeah. Uh, anyway, he he wants to... Um, 
He they basically just make amends, which was kind of weird. How Prodigal was like, yeah, I mean, all right, that's all I needed to hear, and he just asked for a ride home. So he's he's riding on on the, the board with Surfer back to his because, home planet because he wants to take down his dad and brother. Yeah. No, this was good. It was good. Two Peter David books in one week. Yeah. Wow. What fucking year is it? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Exactly. You must be really confused because I mean, <laughs> old age and getting through Peter David books and a good X Men book. You have to be all kinds of fucking backwards. Because we have a good X Men book this week, also Powers of Ten, number two. Uh, Xavier Boogaloo, maybe. Xavier Bo- really? Why not? Okay, we'll go. Well, you want Magneto Boogaloo? So uh, we get more information, but still don't know shit. <laughs> Is there any but better? But done well. Oh my god, um, this was really good, though. I, I was. Oh, I, I, we also got the return of the phalanx. Yeah, I, I forgot. I really forgot how good Hickman was. Um, but the art is equally tremendous in this one too. Um, well, I mean, just like the previous book, it kind of tells a story from each one of these timelines that are set up: X zero, X one, X two, X and X three. Well, that's so we start off with x to the power of one no we start with x to the power of zero yep oh zero. right yep. which and is then we go to the one which previous is... iteration and that's when that's when more uh moria and xavier recruit, recruit magneto. magneto then it jumps to our timeline which, which is x1 which is which well, is x, where x where to the first power yeah. right yeah. yeah which is where uh they have um krakoa and all that good stuff um i guess it would be 10 to the first power yeah. Yeah. Of 10. yeah, that would yeah. make sense. Uh, they, they talk about... Uh, well, they're Nimrod's going after the... Uh, or whatever. Uh, what the the, spa- the the mold, master mold by the sun. What, what the hell did they call it? Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's yeah. probably yeah. what it's called. I can't remember. Um, uh, it's in there. Yeah. But they... they the Orcus? Yeah. Yeah. They know what, they know what the uh, humans are planning. Right. So. And they know that's the only way they can be defeated. Yeah, and I guess... Uh, uh, Cyclops is, is sent to basically destroy it is his mission. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 So then we jump to uh, 10 squared and... Uh, We're back to Rasputin and Priest and uh, Wolverine. Wolverine. Wolverine and Magneto. On uh, and, Astro uh, K and we find out who the, one, the mutant, group. one mutant wasn't that wasn't revealed last time is. And it's Apocalypse. But we also find out that it wasn't Groot standing next to him like we yeah, all thought. Yeah, someone... It's, someone... it's uh, uh, Krakoa personified. I guess he's taken over... Um, uh, shit, Cypher's oh, really? body. Is it? Yeah. Yes. He's taken over Cypher's, Cypher's body. body. Okay. Which is why they said Cypher would play a big role in this. Um. So what? what what's their plan in this one? I can't remember. It was... Uh, well, they, they got... They they got it's, they got they got the information. They still want to attack, but now it's like we barely got the information well, they, we well, needed. The, the one that was with, this is starting with Nimrod, right? Yeah, right. This yeah. Is, they had. Did they have his chip or something yep. like that? Yeah. Yep. They right. know how to take him down. They're like, there's no way we're gonna get through now because, because the guy that used to hide him from the machines died. died has yeah. died. Okay. Uh, we skipped to, to ten cubed, a thousand years into the future, and uh, Nimrod. Uh, Nimrod. Is that Nimrod Prime? Nimrod Prime is the little floaty guy. Right. Yep. And he's with the librarian, and they're discussing the different societies and intellects of the universe. And their goal is to ascend 
into fr- from a uh, an intellect into a phalanx. Right. And there's a whole bunch. Then there's a whole breakdown, which I don't know if any of you guys read it, but it was. I I did a little bit. It was interesting. Um, Yeah, it it was interesting, but I feel like I'm going to read these as they come out. But I'm going to absolutely need to read this when all of it is out a second time, and and almost read them. But okay, here's everything that happens in ten to the zero power. Here's everything that happened. Ted to the first power. Here's right. everything. Like chronologically. Yeah. I, that I way, think, like, I know each story. Because... I, it, it almost seems like these different storylines are part of the plan that in X or 10 to the zero with power, Mora and, off, yeah. and, and right. Xavier come up with this plan. So I don't know if these are more lifelines of, of Moria in some way or I don't I, know I no but I'm, idea, I'm thinking but... like I, I understand what you guys are saying but I'm thinking you almost have to read it the way they have it set up to get what they're going for yeah they're doing a good job keeping it well paced and nothing is wasted it seems if there's stuff that doesn't make a lot of sense it's like well that it doesn't make sense now but it will yeah and they're all uh, it's all out of order Really? That's how it's going to go. Marvel's telling you which are there going to be hot books there. Mm-hmm. They oh, I, I thought they were actually charging $20. I'm like, and they have a Scotty Young cover, you motherfuckers. <laughs> Every single one. House of X is up to, House of X 2 is up to 20 bucks. It is. How come? I don't It was 12 out of the gate last because, week. Yeah. Because it reveals Moira as a mutant. Oh, okay. The connecting cover on one is like a sixty dollars. That's still going up. Yeah, that's still going up. That hasn't it, stopped it, it yet. It was like up to sixty now. And he, but, he but, and the, he, but the powers one is didn't, didn't do anything. Yeah, that's it at makes like no 15. sense. Yeah, yeah. He got uh, the damages in, and I, I just happened to see him sitting there. I'm like, what are you doing with these? Oh, I'm probably gonna throw them off the shelf. I'm like, no, you're not. And I showed him. He goes. Oh no, they're not going up on the shelf. <laughs> they're they're going on the wall. Yeah, and that's when they were forty five dollars or something. Yeah. Like that. No, but uh, hey, we're getting good X Men. Yeah, yeah. Thank God. Yay. For now. All right. Oh, on to me. Um, <laughs> Invaders number eight. Is this is this a mini or is this going to be ongoing? I can't find anything. It's not listed as... It almost seems like this is going to be like a 12-parter. Yeah. Um, but in this one, we... Uh, can't remember how this... Be- oh, we start with a conference or a, a news interview. Yep, with uh, uh, the, the Secretary of, of Defense. Homeland Security and... and the uh, head of Roxxon. Yeah, someone's... Or the new head of Roxxon. Yeah. Um, it's revealed what they're doing to kind of... Uh, deal with the whole Atlantis crisis and on the back end of that off the record uh Roxxon guy confronts the secretary and basically reveals that Roxxon still has all the like big big wigs in the U.S. government under yeah payroll. yeah so uh, he kind of tells them that listen we're planning to attack Atlantis and the Roxxon guy's like the fuck you, you are. are we need that we that need compound. that techn- yeah we need that technology yeah before you guys blow it to hell I think is yeah so we cut to Toro and uh, Jim. Yep. Uh, I think Stark has cobbled together a new body for him out of some Iron Man armor. And he's now the Iron Torch is what he calls himself. Um, but he takes off. He's going after Namor. He's pissed. Yeah. 
Uh, he's like, I got to take him down. Uh, Toro's ability is, is he a, a mimic? I have no idea. Yeah, because I don't remember him having like flame powers and stuff. Um, but they take off together after uh, Namor. Uh, we flash to a bar somewhere and Bucky's meeting with Namor and Namor's trying to convince him to see things his way and reveals the whole Tommy well, thing. Well, we yeah, find we, out, what we, we find out his second command, uh, like you said, was all in his head. And then I said, well, is that supposed to be Tommy then? And in fact, we were both right. Yep. It's it all in his head Tommy. and it's it is Tommy. And we find, but we out- find out that's what Xavier did to him uh, to try and help curb his rage yeah, after the war. In in a level below his subconscious. It was supposed to be almost like an inner therapy for yeah, him. Yeah. And it, and it turned, while, into, turned into something different. It kind of gained a life of its own. Um, and he didn't realize what was going on until somebody approached him on the street and called him king and found out that he like yeah he doesn't know any of these he didn't know any of these plans because he's kind of been in, driven by right. this sub Tommy was doing the well yeah, whatever this memory of Tommy has kind of driven him to this point um we find out how he got the compound for for Changing the air breathers into water breathers. Yep, they um, pulled. Uh, they stole Genus's body, uh, and that was issue two, where they revealed who that was—the the mutant that had the ability to change. His... No, it was later than that. It was probably like three or four issues but, ago. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, that's that's what they're doing, and um, they're trying. Obviously, Bucky and all all the heroes are trying to. Uh, reverse engineer it. You have well, Stark. You have all of well. Wakanda. Shuri's working on it in Wakanda, and she makes the first breakthrough. She actually replicates it. Yeah. Um. So they're trying to do that. Cap. You know, Cap's doing Cap stuff because, oh, it's all my fault. I should have stopped him sooner. But Bucky has enlisted the help of Sue Storm to try and. I don't know. <sighs> contain Namor. Yep, and it's kind of too late because, because he's he already had- wearing the serpent helmet, which. Yep guards him and he uh basically tells him strap up motherfuckers yeah it's all uh, but he also he also tells uh the the vision of tommy that's what we'll call him yeah that he's in control now there's no more hiding anything yeah. i am the king nothing happens that doesn't go through me so um this is really good. For- yeah, this has been a great series. Again, Zdarsky on this with... Um, who's on art? Uh, oh, God. With Carlos Magno and Butch Geis. I guess that's how you say it. Or is- Goose. Or Goose. Juice. Yeah. yeah. <coughs> uh, Loki number two. This was better than the first one. Yeah, I... Uh, I didn't like the first I, one. I, I liked the first one. I didn't like this one. Really? Yeah. I didn't like how... It It didn't feel like Loki. It felt like a guy was cosplaying Loki the whole fucking book. It was... And it was unbear... I couldn't stand Loki in his own fucking book. Um, I liked all the other characters, but he wants to join the Avengers. And he asks Thor. Thor laughs in his face. He goes to Iron Man. Iron Man's like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Um... But he's doing it for nefarious means. Oh, well, no shit. It's Loki, yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Nightmare um, is still fucking shit up. Um, 
he undoes this woman's marriage as part of a nightmare thing to plan or for like no real reason other than the fact that ooh, I'm evil, I'm the bad guy. Um, I mean, that was kind of interesting, but anyway, I I just don't really care a whole lot. I I might read the next one just to see if it gets better, but this one I didn't. I couldn't stand Loki the entire fucking time. See, I think I like this a little bit better. So, I mean, I'll give it another shot, but I think I, this isn't an ongoing, is it? I don't know. I thought, I thought all the spinoffs from War of the Realms, like the Punisher Kill Crew, those are only like miniseries or something. Um, anyway, I'll, I'll have to check, but yeah. um, I didn't. I, I, no, did I not Loki's, like this one that much. I think Loki's a mini. Yeah. That's it for Marvel then. Uh, no, but we have the two Conan books. You have two Conan books. Uh, okay, Conan the Barbarian Exodus. I a need, Dave I, book. I want to reread this because I kind of rushed through it, and I feel like a a book with no words. Okay, you don't go want ahead. To rush we'll through. wait. Well, that's what I'm saying. A book with no words. <laughs> we'll you go don't, do you, it right now. The whole point <laughs> we'll is I, again, you want to take your time with it. Yeah. Um. It. This is actually pretty good for what it is. It really is. The art's fantastic. The yes. art's amazing in this. Uh, it's uh, Izad uh, Ribic, and uh, he's he's credited on everything in this. Well, except yeah. for, except for lettering, if if sure. And it's a coming of age of Conan, you know, when he escapes and yeah, how he pretty of, much becomes Conan, and it's pretty much him f- going through. It shows and him putting fighting together a lot of like, wildlife. Yeah, he puts together the 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 iconic Conan outfit sort of yeah some of the panels like and the it's bear through teeth, the animals and he's killing and everything else and um you know it's a lot of that and he gets to he gets to a village and that's where we have our words but of course they're they're in like runes yeah i'm sure it can be translated but obviously we don't have time to do that so i might go I'm back i'm not exactly sure why they did it that way but i get it it's a choice um um but yeah this was uh, this was pretty cool um I hope when you translate it, it's like made you look you fucking retard. <laughs> I don't sure. forget to, to drink, drink your, your Ovaltine. Yeah. Uh, and then Age of Conan Valeria was also. Did you? I did not. No, I didn't. You have time. did not. Okay. Uh, it, it, remember how good Age of Conan really? Elite was? They're just, they're just shitting on the women books. Like they're just churning out garbage. It, I I didn't dig this at that's all. That's a shame. I'll have to I read it, but uh, that's the art is. A bummer. Okay. I did page for the art. I didn't like it. Um, her, she's like orphaned, uh, and then her brother. Yeah, it's 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 not great. It's not great. Oh, the art's not bad. No, the art's not bad. The stories. Yes, but just, like it's both the, the, the well, Belit was worse than this, but um, I don't know why. Whatever, I'll yeah. read it eventually. Is that it for right. Marvel, then? I think that's it for Marvel. All right, DC, uh, let's do... Let's do Flash. Flash 60, 76. Um, I like this a lot. I think this is the first one back with... Uh, um, Sandoval on the art, which... Oh, my God, it's so good. I liked how he drew Girder's hair like dreads, but they're kind of like rebar dreads. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. I, I I actually went and and looked to see if anyone had done that before, and I couldn't find it. So if it, I mean, this is probably the best drawing of Girder I've I've seen just because of that. But we have you know the uh, Kid Flash and a- Avery 
um, are fighting Girder and Tar Pit. Um, when Barry finally shows up again after going to the past, and he he doesn't really rescue them, but he kind of teaches them how to fight. The, the only two of them. problem I have with Yar is where he saves them the creepy fucking yes, smiles. Yes, his teeth are so fucking shiny; they're brighter than my future. Like, it's yes, I agree. Well, a meth head's teeth are brighter he than could your future. Fucking, he you're, could, on, you're on a low-level podcast with me. Could, <laughs> How bright do you think your fucking future is? He could fucking... I mean, look at those fucking chompers, man. Like, he could be a supervillain just called the guy that bites things. Anyway, other than that, art was great. I loved having uh, Sandoval back on the art. Um, Barry, uh, you know, is, is trying to win them over again after after what happened, I think, in the, the last Flash annual or whatever. Um, where he kind of pissed off the other speedsters. But he brings him to the Flash Museum, which he rebuilt. Not only did he rebuilt it, he has his own Batcave in it, which I think they call the Speed Lab. Um, and uh, Steadfast is there, and Commander Cold is there, and they're like, we're going to be part of a team. This is Because we're we need to figure out... These forces what, and stuff. Because the Speed Force is starting to dwindle. Yeah. Where, I guess, basically, all the forces can't exist at the same time. So they need to kind of put the other ones back into hibernation or whatever, otherwise the speed force may be weakened to the point of no recovery. Then, um, we cut to, uh, it looks like uh, Captain Cold's trying to put the rogues back together, and the first guy that he re-recruits is Heatwave. Um, uh, Captain Cold has grown a Santa beard, almost, so that's kind of cool. I dig that. Um, I kind of miss his normal suit. He's got kind of like, almost kind of like a new gods looking cloak on. It's not bad, but I mean, I, you can't beat the original Cap, uh, Captain Cold. I guess because Commander Cold looks too similar to him right now. Yeah, but, that would make sense. Um, but then Flash's Spidey sense tingles and the Black Flash shows up. I mean, I'm like, holy fucking shit. The last time we saw this fucking guy was, I think, Dark Side Wars. And prior to that, it was probably when Jeff Johns was writing Flash. Yeah, um, you're, I think you're right. Uh, because the last, yeah, the last Black Flash was when Barry became the God of Death when he merged with the Black Racer and the yeah the Black Flash. So they think that the Flash is coming after them. Um, but it goes for Steadfast and Steph instead. So I guess the Speed Force is reacting by sending the Black Flash after the other. Force users. Yeah, the other yeah. avatars. Which is fucking awesome. If this is how you're going to kill them off, this is the coolest fucking way to do oh, it. Oh, absolutely. So, uh, this was my pick of the week, just, like, for many reasons, but mostly because the Black Flash showed up again, but it's not my pick of the week. Um, it is my runner-up, though, for sure. That's only because I'm a Flash fanboy, so. Hey, it makes sense. And you finally got off of year one. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's the thing, man. That's what Williamson does. He writes a fucking stinker, and then and then comes back with straight fire. Yes, it's gr- it's it's a roller but coaster. Did, but you know, whatever. I think this is the first arc that like has started off that I've been excited for probably since Flash Wars ended. Sure. Because ever since then, it's just like eh. Yeah, eh. a little bit. Yeah. It almost seemed like they were treading water. Like they did that whole Flash year one thing, which was fucking pointless. Yeah, other than and the whole the whole other negative. than it got Flash's smile back, I yeah. guess. The fucking, you got a new set of teeth and everything. I think he has like three rows of them. Anyway. Detective Comics 1009. Uh, I was saying before the podcast came on, 
I really fucking enjoyed this. This was good. This is... This reminds me almost of, like, a good, just old Batman story. But it's not a Batman story. It's a Bruce Wayne story. But that's when they used to be great. When you'd get a story... So Batman's on patrol and Alfred's like, listen, you need to slow the fuck down. You know, you have other obligations. Uh, he goes to a meeting and it's uh, Lucius is telling them all about their kind of reducing their carbon footprint as a company. And he's like, this was fucking terrible. He's like, this is awful. And everyone's all, yeah, it's cost us a bunch of money. We should table. He's like, oh, no, we're doing everything. It's just his presentation was fucking awful. And he's like, call Clooney. You need acting lessons. He owes me one. But he's like, call all the other CEOs that are going to this summit. We're sharing a jet. They're gonna they're gonna jet pool. Jet pool. Um, uh, meanwhile, we see Deadpool is hired by somebody to go out Deadpool. and hit. Yeah, Deadshot um, is uh, hired Look, to. Looks to, like to Shredder. A little bit. I mean, hey, it's it's not too different. He's just yeah, he's got the weird thing on his mask. Yeah. Um. But well, we find out that he is ultimately hired to kill some of these CEOs. So he breaks into the plane, and um, it gets hit by lightning. Yeah, because uh, he he uh, hides himself as one of the pilots, and it's on autopilot. And the other pilot's like, all right, I'm going to take over a manual, get us around the storm. He's like, yeah, that's not going to work. I'm taking over this plane. Well, it goes right through the storm and it gets struck by lightning. It gets struck by lightning, rips a hole in the fuselage, which I don't think happens. I think planes get hit by lightning a lot of the time, and because they're not technically grounded, they don't explode like this. But sure, it's comic books. Um, it's not like they're firing a, a revolver with seven bullets in it or anything. So people get sucked out, but um, ultimately they end up crashing. And uh, Well, Bruce gets sucked out, right? Yeah. Yes. N no, no. He holds on. He pulls himself back in. No, I thought. It, well, the no, seat this that is he was him holding, holding on, on to, gets... and it breaks off right here. He's falling away. But so does Deadshot. Yeah. Deadshot falls away as well. But uh, Lucius and uh, the woman yeah, and some uh, other CEOs remain in, remain in thrown, the plane. Yeah. So um, they're on Lian Yu. Is the only thing I can think of. I don't know. From maybe the fucking arrow. Yeah, that's what I was kind of feeling too. And then we get a backup that has uh, Mister Freeze in it, and he's taking Nora out of the containment chamber. Finally. Well, getting ready to, yeah. Well, no, I think he takes her out of it because it. Oh yeah. It opens does. up. Yeah. You get the sound yeah. effects, so and then it scans her and stuff. So I don't know what's going to happen there. Well, isn't this? Part of the deal with that, Luther. The yeah, that's... Yeah. So, it, I mean, it was weird that, that Freeze was on the cover of the book, and then he's barely in it as part of the backup, but all right, sure. Would you quit kicking your goddamn mic stand? <laughs> that's what you did. You see what you did? <laughs> Look what you did. I'm Look, not I'm ashamed. Put your nose I have no regret. Well, but the, yeah, it was some good. of us like to keep this It was good. So, so far, two for two for DC... Um, anything else, DC? That's all I got. No, Professional would have been ignoring that, Jimmy. We can do Black Hammer Justice League, no. even though technically Black Hammer published it's, this one. I waited till he stopped talking to address it so I could edit it out later. Dickhead. <laughs> it is my fucking middle name. So I anyway, thought it was Princess. Black oh, Hammer, that's just your title. Black Hammer Justice League number two. 
we finally have some characters from different universes interacting with each other. Um, my biggest complaint of the, this book so far, though, is it's weird when Bruce Wayne calls Superman Smallville. It's it's only not weird when like Lois calls him that. Isn't that like only her nickname for him? It's I don't know because he called him that, and I was like, who the fuck even is this guy? He he, he used to call him Smallville. Did he? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I don't like it. It, but, it, it became a Lois thing uh, because of Smallville the show is when it really became prominent. Well, regardless, uh, it's hilarious that Bruce... They've been stuck on the farm for 10 years at this point. And, or have they been? Well, that's what it feels like for them. So he's patrolling the city at night looking for crime because there's no crime whatsoever. And the sheriff stops and is like, listen, man, I'm going to have to write you up or write you a ticket if you or cite you if you don't stop just being out at night and doing this weird shit. And he's like, look, there's crime out there somewhere. I heard there were three cow tippings nearby and we need to investigate. And he's like, go the fuck home. Um, he gets there and they have an argument with, uh, he has an argument with, with Clark where he's like, I'm not going to give up like you have Clark. So kind of stuffs him there a little bit. Uh, you know, Clark has some inner monologue about it. This isn't home for me either because home is where Lois is. Um, I like, you know, he doesn't mention John whatsoever. I'm kind of okay with that. <laughs> uh, back on, um, DC Earth. Uh, the remainder of the Justice League encounters uh, the uh, the Black Hammer team fighting Starro, and uh, they try to talk him down, but you know they're met with hostility, mostly because Hawk Girl's there, and she's like overly aggressive for some reason, especially to Old Man Abraham Slam. But whatever. We then jump to the Green Lantern Corps, talking to Colonel Weird. Uh, John Stewart and him go into the Parazone. Um, after well, they encounter, they go to the they go to uh, Bizarro World, and it manifests Bizarro versions of the Black Hammer team, which I thought was funny. Um, but then they go in the Parazone, which I was gonna say I don't think anyone else can go into the Parazone and survive because that's what happened to Colonel Weird. But, but I they guess, kind of explain it, yeah. I guess Green Lantern has like a barrier around him that prevents it. They didn't explain it, did they? Yeah, they did. He he says uh, right before he opens up the door that, hey, with that green whatever. You, oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, that explains it then. He, well, if they're not sure, he's like, I think he can go in there. Yeah. I thought they were just going to snuff out John. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh. Well, fuck. they snuff somebody out. Yes, they do. But um, we then cut to the farm again where Cyborg has no technology to tap into, so he sits in a room filled with TVs that just have white noise playing so it can kind of drown out the, the deafening silence for him. And he has kind of a, a heart-to-heart with Lois where, like, he's like, I, I don't fit in here. And she's like, look, I'm a warrior. I was a warrior for thousands of years, and I don't fit in anywhere, so I and, totally and get what, how you that's feel. that's where he reveals, listen, I've been having dreams and uh, just this gut feeling that this just happened like yesterday. Like, yeah. This we haven't been here ten years. It just it's... something's fucking with their perception yep. of time. Um, but then they they reveal that Barry, Barry sacked him, sacrificed himself at, at, very much his 10 like years. Uh, the original Black Hammer did at the start of the series. Yes. So, um, did Black Hammer have lightning powers, or am I just thinking that because he's a god-like figure that has a hammer? A hammer. I can't remember. I think they do. Um, either way, it would be cool to have. I, I mean, I want to find. I mean, I want to find what happened to to Barry, obviously. But I mean, leave it to a flash to sacrifice himself. So, um, this is much better than the first one. 
The first one was kind of just like setting the stage. Yeah. And this one's shit happened and it was really cool. So I'm I'm digging this book. And that will segue us into indies then. Because it was half indie, half DC. Yep. Okay. What do you want to start with? Well, I mean, that was kind of an indie because I believe that's yeah, all being that's, released. Yeah, that's under Dark Horse. Yeah. Right. Under well, Dark they're, Horse. they're back and forth, I think. No. I think no, it's all... like this is all Dark Horse. Oh. I, I yeah. Because I think the first one was Dark because Horse. Because I, I don't think Lemire can technically write for DC. Oh, okay. But we might as well go to a former I, DC I thought book. he was doing a Green Arrow book again. Not that I know of. Oh, no. Oh, that's right. It's him and Andrea are doing... Uh... Oh, yeah, they are doing... Uh... I thought they were doing... Yeah, they're doing... Uh, a... Is it a question? No, not a question book. Yeah, but they are. You are right. It's a DC book, yeah. Um, so. Might as well hey, go what? to a former DC book, Second Coming. <laughs> I didn't finish it yet. <laughs> oh, man. If there were... This is my pick of the week because of how hysterical it was. It was the funniest shit. You have the wrong one out. That's issue one. Oh, that's what was on the <laughs> shelf. That's what I pulled. <laughs> um, I don't. I'm not pulling this. It's oh, just, okay. Oh, okay. I'm just I, I, I was confused. I'm like, wait, did you read the same one again and like it this time? No, <laughs> that would been. No, he did say he liked. He did reread it and he liked it this time. Well, yeah. no, he read this issue. I read this issue and it oh. and like him back onto it. So. Uh, we open with uh, the the alien robots from the first issue, I think. Were yes. They in the first? And it shows Sunstar punching one of the heads off. And, and, and it's a human in a the, robot they're, they're costume. Actually, and yeah. they're like, well, they're what? like, does this say sharper image? <laughs> yeah. But it's revealed that, you know, he's he's distraught over the fact that he killed somebody accidentally when he's not supposed to kill anyone. So he goes to group fer- therapy for it. Um, with the creepiest looking Aquaman ever. Oh, yeah. And I mean, Batman looks like a guy that I know that is just wearing like Kevlar. He's, and what, what is was that his supposed name? to be? I don't wear Night, hockey pads. Night Justice. Yeah. He has faith in your seed. Um, is that supposed to be Wonder Woman then? That one, I think I it's supposed to be like a Batgirl or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, I, I didn't. I don't know what she's supposed to be, but this this had to be changed so much from the original one. Because I'm like, there's no way DC greenlit any of this. Yeah, well, I mean, they wouldn't have Superman yeah. punch a guy's head off, and they wouldn't have, I don't know. Um, um, but God comes back down to check on, uh, is it Sunstar? He's like, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, I, I, yeah, I'm right he's down like, here. I was- no, but the best is Jesus like, Dad, they got fruit roll-ups. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he shows up and Wait. he's like, these guys are supposed to go in Tango and Cash on these fools. Two, yeah. two Peter David books, Tango and Cash, Fruit Laurel Ups. You're right, what year is it? <laughs> uh, God decides to take uh, Sunstar to heaven. Yeah. I loved, not not heaven, the food court of heaven. Yeah. The food court of heaven. And I love how it's all the old fucking the, chains the fun that chain. died. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God, Kenny Rogers, Roasters. God, God's talking to him and at one point... They God. see this guy. They see this guy praying in the food court. He's, he's like, like, "You're he's here like, already, would you asshole! Look, Quit would you praying!" Look at this jerk. He's praying, and he's already in heaven. Like, it, cut it out, like, man. I don't know. They, they portray God as such a douche in this. It's hilarious, and he, and he admits it. He's like, yeah. "You know, I make mistakes too." Well, it's like, what, what, what can well, I well, chalk well, it up to? How, how I'm lazy. You, yeah, he's like, <laughs> "How do you like, explain all the evil in the world?" It's like laziness. I'll be. I'm just lazy. Yeah. And he talks about all the times he's fucked up throughout like history. Like the, the flood and the... And he's like, and you know what's the best part about it is? 
fuck it. What's anyone going to do? He's like, you're fucking the most powerful person on earth. So Sunstar comes back and he's like, yeah, motherfucker. He basically <laughs> converts Sunstar into going full Old Testament on all these villains and stuff. <laughs> and he he, go, he goes into... He, he gets back he and goes the back Lois into, Lane character the Lo- Lois Lane is being stalked. Telling, yeah, being stalked. And he goes and talks to the security guard at the building and is like, I need the address of where well, you think the stalker's going to be. Before that happens, Jesus is telling the story when he was tempted by the devil. Yeah. Right. And and the whole time he's telling this story, which was actually pretty cool. And he said, the one time he almost got me. Yep. And then Sunstar's like, well, I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, I yeah. think the, yeah, what he says is that, like, the greatest temptation in the world isn't to do evil, but to be need, is, is the need to be seen doing good, um, which I thought was pretty profound. But um, they, they get the address of where they think the stalker is. They go there, and we get the funniest fucking thing I've ever seen in comic books, where Superman and Jesus bust into a random guy's fucking house <laughs> and start screaming at him and arguing over how they're going to deal with him for being well, a no, stalker. No, I love how Jesus is like, well, let me try it. And he gives him this speech about how, you know, I forgive you and I have faith in you not to sin anymore. <laughs> yeah, he's like... And the guy's just sitting there like... He's like, once you were a baby and you became a man, and now you're a man and you'll become an immortal soul. And he's like... Well, so, that, that's out of the... Uh, that's out of the gospel. Yeah, well, I mean, it's Jesus. So, um, instead, <laughs> and that doesn't work. So, uh, Sunstar goes full bad cop. He's like, "This is your last fucking warning." And melts fuck one him of again. Statues. And he laserizes one of his statues, and then they just leave. And they're like, "Oh, okay." Um, but then we we flash back to uh, his wife, and and they're like, "Oh, they have." Um, you know, they have him on the TV talking about the oyster pirates and stuff and the stalker, and he's still at large. Well, and he's like, and, and he, he, that's because he shows up Gary, Gary wrote well, down the wrong address. Right. Well, he, he goes back to that guy's the address then and burns destroys the whole his house. house and like burns it all down and stuff. And then he, he, he gets finds home out. He's like, do you, find, do you see they caught the stalker? He's like, well, yeah. And he's like, oh, that does look like a stalker. And he's, he's like, like oh, God, this wasn't the right guy. He looks at the address again. It's wrong. But the, they they basically go back. So Sunstar has flowers, and they want to apologize to the guy and make it right, but he's already left. And she's like, man, you really screwed the pooch. <laughs> I, th- this was the funniest fucking thing. Like, I, I can't wait to read more of this just because how fucking stupid and absurd it is. Oh, absolutely. I, I'm almost glad this got canned from DC because I don't think we would have got anything I agree. this good. Yeah, for sure. All righty. Uh... Unearth number two. Go ahead. Okay. Um, Nothing fucking happens. <laughs> it's literally like 20 pages of exposition of them walking through caves in different directions. Well, things happen, but I don't know. Like, they're playing like a D&D uh, game. Yeah. Game and then in, in like and, a flashback. And then something gets rolled and then I, does she hit the guy and that that's blood splatter on her it's I, like i don't fucking know uh, it, it's, honestly it's I, I was it's, on the fence in the first one this so they split up and the scientist crew they're going towards this back exit the military crew is trying to dig their way out uh both are attacked like it, nothing happens for like the first like 16 pages other than them both saying oh we shouldn't have split up yeah and then the last six pages you get more of the little critter things doing the alien sort of stuff and 
I, uh, you know, it's we get the the big one at the end. There's right? some deaths, but I don't care because I don't care about because they introduced like 40 characters that I guess I was supposed to care about, but I really don't. And they're all in fucking suits, so you can't tell who's who. Who's or, who? Yeah. Uh, I, I'm out on this. I won't be continuing to. Read you don't want to? I don't know. I'm still intrigued. Is something's going on? Well, I, I, mean, I think I, it's I'm written intrigued. well. The arts, the arts done well. Oh, the, you know, yeah. The, the dialogue and everything was good, but. I don't know for what's probably gonna be what a six part mini. Yeah, we're two two in, and I just don't care. So, alrighty. I've I've only got one more book, so let me just do it so I can get out of here early. Um, Unnatural Twelve, the last book in the series. Um, it was a good wrap up. It was good. I I feel like though the la- the second half of this book I don't care about at all whatsoever. Like, they killed off all the cool characters in the beginning, and then we get stuck with, like, Edgelord Wolf Guy, who had, like, a these weird powers that never really fully got explained. Like, why were his claws diamond? Well, he's the yeah, ancestor of the white... He's a descendant of the white, uh, the albino. I, I, and he, I mean, I don't know. He was about as one-dimensional as it gets. I... I really like this one. This, this series started, and towards the end, I, I kind of only finished it just so that we could see it through, but... Um, I enjoyed this. So, I, I enjoyed the ending also. So, so they 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 uh, kill off the mom. Yeah. Um, and with that, Carol now is kind of taking over society and is kind of shown as a hero. They abolish all the uh, the, the weird sex repopulation. Yeah. The yeah. So they were that, but there's still people that see it. It's kind of like when segregation ended, but you still yeah. have the old heads that are still fucking see, racist. See, that's th- that was the highlight of this series for me is is all of kind of the social commentary stuff. I think it did it pretty well in the beginning, and then it went into like some weird, like sort of furry Harry Potter fanfic sort of direction where it was like, I I, I don't know. I didn't well, care. The social commentary was always other than but I don't think it was at the forefront. In, like, the I would have rather. Th- yeah, I would have rather at the forefront. I'm kind of with Josh. Uh, yeah, on that. I, I, I would have rather that. I think it was more fun to read at, at that point. Uh, but uh, but her and the albino do end up together, or not the albino, the white wolf yeah. end up together, and they raise his little his sister. Little sister. Yeah. And like I said, society's starting, and she said, you know, she said, you know, I'm no longer trapped by this, but there's still an inkling in the back of her head, and it may be continued there's a bit of a tease at the end yeah i i don't know how how real that's going to become though because um this was written in like 2015 or 16 yeah this this is only this is only translated english this year so i mean unless they've been working i mean they've had four years to put something together and i guess unless this book kind of rekindled their ability their want to do that I'd read it for sure. Yeah, oh, I, I, this wasn't bad towards the end by any means, but I would. It, it wasn't. It was if it did not go in the direction it went. It was weird that we picked this up as a joke, and then we really loved it because of what it was to start, and then we kind of all. Well, I think Dave enjoyed it throughout a lot more than me and you, but we both kind of took a step back, like, okay, this is still good. It's interesting, but it's not kind of what I wanted yeah. from the first couple issues. So yeah, I mean, it's interesting the where this took. Uh, this took a little longer. This what there was one month hiatus in between the two. I think so because this start started. Yeah, I think so because they yeah they, they started they're July doing two four, trades. Yeah, this it, was yeah. July fourth last year. Yeah. yeah, because we did the midnight show. Yep, and that's what that was part of it. So yeah, um, I'd be intrigued to see what they do if they pull another one and you know maybe get rid of some of the supernatural elements like that. That's not in the forefront, but it's more how this society evolves from 
what it was, it'd be interesting. Okay. All right, with that, I'm gonna I'm gonna dip. So. All right. Um, all right. Go ahead. Back at it. Orphan Age Five. This is actually a solid series. Not going the way I thought it would go, but we're uh, in the siege of Albany. Um, apparently, the church has Albany surrounded. All the exits cut off, and Albany's debating on what they should do because. They don't know if they're bluffing. They don't know if they well, actually they don't have know the if they're power. bluffing, and they're they know that they can't go to war with them. Right? But they're like, we can hold, we can just wait for winter, and we'll hold them out because they won't have the supply chains. We have enough here, and I don't know this. I I, I don't like this. I, I'm off this series. This is probably my last one. Um. So the so, mayor, she's she's like, well, we only do what. We remember we didn't try to make the world a better place. We right. just tried to do it, and it's like we couldn't figure out everything. And then it's like, oh, but we have mortars and chemical weapons like that we made. Wait, wait. wait. So you couldn't figure out no, fucking no, other that things. they made other things, but you can make fucking mustard gas. Mustard gas. <laughs> okay. So so anyways, uh, it's just and now the kids are grown up, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and Princess, one of the new kids, um, apparently she has... Princess? No, not that Princess. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I, I, he said I got confused. She um, she apparently has a plan on how to rid the world well, of the her church. Her dad had make, yeah. talked about this and came up with a plan. And, and anyways, apparently it's su- such a good plan that they're like, okay, we'll We need to get her out of here. We'll punch a hole in their defenses and you can go through. And that's what they attempt to do but apparently the the willa character says that the church is here for her not i get i don't, I don't know i don't know. i'm it's not terrible i i stayed on it this long i'm i'm off of it i can't anymore i i tried to give it i might shot. stick with it to see where it goes all right Okay, uh, Gideon Falls, number 16. Um, the last one we had Father Fred. Father Fred, Father Fred. in New Gideon Falls. And now we're flipping. Yep, and we have right. Norton now we have or Danny. Or Danny. And, oh, it's Danny. So yeah. that, that's been confirmed, this one. Um, and we start off with the backstory of Danny and his sister, the sheriff. Yep. And she entices him to climb up a tree. He falls down. He falls hits down. His face and leaves a cut on his lip, which would leave becomes, a scar. which becomes very uh, prominent in the story. Absolutely. And then, of course, this is also when, when he, he sees first the, sees the black barn. That's why he falls out of the tree. He catches a glimpse of the black the, barn. Well, no, the smiling man. Or the or smiling whatever. man. Yep. Is that what we're going to call him? Yeah. Yeah. Well, is, it's does he Sinclair. have a yeah, it's the original it's Norton Sinclair, Sinclair yeah. but 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 when we call him the Smiling Man uh, or yeah. something, yeah, yeah, sure, Mister Teeth, and uh, and then he goes to, um, you know, he gets fixed up, and, and that's when they that's, see his the dad's a, doc's room for the first time, um, with where all that where stuff. he's tracing the barn and 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 everything and, and all the sightings. That's when Daniel's like, "That's what I see," and then we flash forward to when. 
Norton, with his surgical mask, is now brought through on the other side, and his sister's there as the you know she's the sheriff and she now. calls him daniel he's like no my name's norton. norton and she's like no you're daniel and she pulls, pulls off his face mask and, and there's, there's the scar, scar which is this the first time we see that we ha- his mask is off yes it's not the first time he's been pictured with the mask up but it's the first time we actually see a his face up. yeah that a close up of that so that we get to see the scar um i thought that was kind of cool yeah i i really did um the uh so she they're they're back and forth and he's denied she's like no here let me show you things and some things through the house and and his dad's room start looking familiar and they're always starting there's like flashes of the smiling man throughout and then they see the room and he's like shit the we're in the barn right you know for for him and then um so he freaks out he freaks out and throws up and and in the mirror, we see the smiling man and stuff, and uh, he keeps seeing it. And she's like, "No, you're you're Daniel. You're my little brother and stuff." And, and then they go to see dad. dad, who's in a coma, in a for, coma for a while. Or yep, this is from the heart attack. From the heart yet, attack, where they don't think he's coming out, and in his coma. And then we go into his dad's subconscious, subconscious, and smiling man's there and, and he's, he's like, like you know the whole time i wanted norton to for me to get out and all i really needed was you and he says thank door thanks door and then the um uh yeah he he's the door and then when dad wakes up they start talking to him and at the very last panel his eyes turn red and he starts smiling this was my pick of the week this was my pick of the week Third on my list. Third? What was Third. your second? Didn't get to it yet. Oh, you got a Sadarsky book. <laughs> then it's not that either. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. So, so speaking of the Zadarsky book. Speaking Dave. of the Zadarsky book, see I can segue. The You're white learning. trees. Um This was fucking phenomenal. This was great. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> If you, I didn't get to this yet. Oh my, oh my oh God. God. So I'll, I'll the basic premise of the book is um, the king and these three uh, three guys fought alongside each other in a war to, to, to take control take, of the, uh, the land. That the land. Um, what, two of them have stayed kind of as warriors and fighters. The main character is just a humble Who farmer. I'm going to call the hero of the story probably. Yeah, he's going to be your main character. Um, but we uh, find his out... His name is... I don't know. It was so hard pronouncing this stuff. Yeah, they're very. Um, uh, he is Krylos. But apparently, this war tore a whole bunch of families apart. Krylos's wife was killed while he was away. Yep, and that's why. And he, that's why he, he he just dropped the sword, left, went to take care of his family. Um, the the cat dude, uh, Skotar. Yeah. His his marriage was broken up by it, and he actually became the lover of the other warrior. The other guy. Um, um, whatever his name is. But, shoot. Uh, no, Skotar is the guy that broke up the marriage. Okay. Davlon is the cat-like guy. Right. So, so the king summons them to let them know, listen, your kids have been abandoned, and um, Krylos is like, well, 
that's not possible. My my boy's on a fishing trip. He's like, well, no, he was taken shacked from, up with the he was daughter. taken from a cabin with uh the cat guy's daughter, and he's like, wait, what? So they obviously set out, and we're getting flashes back to um Krylos as his son was growing up, and he's always been kind of different, not not like really weird, but has been more of a kind of wonderlustful guy yeah think um, you're like always like well, what's beyond what's the beyond sky? the sky stuff like that he was always artistic. interested in art and stuff like that um adventuring stuff like that and the dad's like no work is where it's at you know so they get to the cabin where they were supposedly at and um they're almost ambushed by davlar's ex davlar's ex <laughs> and she puts it down and he's like did you know about this he's like of course my daughter tells me everything and obviously they're getting some clues. <coughs> and um, one pink. of one of the attackers was actually st- stabbed. And um, Skotar apparently is some type of tracker. tracker. And he's like, as long as that person's still with him, I can track him. But we also find out that the wife isn't really hostile towards Skotar. It's she more, looks as more of now he's yep. your burden type thing. Yeah. Spirit. She's more pissed off at Davnar. Yep. Um, but anyways, they, they kind of fight their way in. They're approached by a dragon, and Krylon's basically just goes face-to-face with stares it. Stares it down. Stares it down, and, and the like, dragon's like, nope, not fucking with you, dude. <laughs> yeah. And the other he two cuts are... cuts the chain, and the dragon takes Yeah, and off. the other two are like... You're fucking crazy, You're man. fucking nuts. You could have got us all killed. So they camp out for the night um, in what turns out to be an enchanted forest. And I'm going to say these are like nymphs. Uh, Nips, pleasure demons, fairies, something like that. Succubus. And there's Wang. There's Wang. There's, there's Wang. Boob, I, there's, hang, yeah, there's Wang hanging all over the place. Demon Wang. Um, but that's Wang. Uh, Davlar and Skotar are both kind of taken in by it for a while, but they are able to shake themselves and out. The one going after Krylos is like, yeah. there's nothing. Yeah, Kry- there's no they're, they're sadness. There's Krylos, no happiness. They're, they're just like, there's only resolve. Like, Dude, <laughs> like there's nothing else in him, so they're able to fight it off. Um, uh, we get another flashback to the son. Uh, he who finds found a skull and right. was kind of drawing on it, um, but it looked like he was also doing some type of maybe wizardry, yeah, of some sort. And the dad confronts him about it. The kid sasses back and he gets his, he gets a bat. He felt the back of his dad's hand. And uh, this will be this will be concluded in the next book. This right, is this is only two parter, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, I mean it was I think forty two pages. Yeah, so um, well worth it. This was fucking excellent. Th- this was good. This is this, this is runner this up is, for pick of the week. This is one that very well I could no problem see being turned into a movie. Yeah, like uh, the whole time I'm reading this, like yeah, this is made for like a Hulu or something like that that can put money into like the effects and something like that. Uh, for yeah, this was excellent. Uh, added it to my poll list for the second one. Okay. All right. I guess I'll do the conclusion to "She Could Fly" the Lost Pilot number five. Thank God. Um, for how much we all liked the first series of this, I enjoyed it, and I enjoyed this series too. But this was a really good wrap up for the for this series. Actually, this was a really good wrap up. Um, because she's dead. She dead. She dead. 
maybe. There's a question mark there. It's oh, kind of got it's kind of got that very lost well, we all ending on. Grandma Ma was dead too in the last one. And Grandma Ma comes back. Um, she, uh, we we get a wrap up with the ex husband with the, the ex husband of the one that flew. They they capture him. They like they because he stole the the plutonium. The plutonium. Yep. And um, so they take his kids away. Feds are in here, the whole deal. And he just didn't have enough gigawatts to get away? Or? Nope, didn't, no. didn't have the DeLorean to outrun him in and, the whole parking and lot. Luna's really sad, and she starts cutting herself. And uh, the professor, or I, the, the, si- the scientist, professor? Yeah, the one guy, that was whatever. trying to repu- replicate the flying machine. Well, he's the one that built it. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, he shows up. In her bathroom. <laughs> he's like, I find, you know, I he flew it all the way She's like, here. how'd you get here? He goes, I got here through the accelerator. And and she's like, it works? And and he's like, well, yeah. And then they go she to, goes, take me flying. I got to fly. And he's like, well, no, we can't. I can't do that. And she but, goes, I well, first she needs her whole th- obsession is she needs to know if she killed herself or if it was an accident. Yep. So they find out. And they, they go back to the uh, the backup one. And he realizes that. After so long, the flux capacitor is really not is leaking. It's really not working it, so it, well. It's, it's, can't can't quite reach the eighty eight miles per hour. It's the cooling system, but he's like, "Wow, a couple, you know, a little bit longer, and this thing would have blow, blown up." She's like, "Well, can you fix?" He's like, "Yeah, all the stuff is here." Yeah, all but he needs my. Well, she makes a reference to mylar bags, which I thought yeah. was awesome. <laughs> and um, so she has. Some plutonium <laughs> that she she uh, I guess took from from the 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 ex husband or the 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 widowed husband I guess it was well, in a baseball yeah there, so I, there I was guess. a baseball and that yeah. she somehow figured out that that's where so it was he pretty much refuses so, to let her fly she wants to fly he's like until no, she leaves really in the huff and he starts fixing it and then she just sees a giant balloon. Like and an she saw a giant animal. She starts she flying. Cut, she she unties happy. it and she's flying. And he has to go after her. And the cop, a cop, shoots him down. The guidance the counselor. guidance counselor shows up in her in her chicken outfit, takes the accelerator to go save her because she's now lost consciousness. Because she, you know he's like you got to you got to catch her. She's gonna lose it. She's and. Catches she, her, she catches her, puts her back on safety. And she's like, like, "I'm flying," and she, well, 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 Luna's like, "Oh, you know, that's all I needed." She's like, "That's all I need to know that I guided her, I fixed her." Yeah, and the fucking counselor just she, flies she, straight, straight out the atmosphere and, and burns the fuck up. Yeah, burns right out of orbit. It is fucking crazy. And then um, Luna's getting ready for brain surgery. Yep, they think they can fix her. Um, she sees all these images and, and stuff grandma like comes back right before that because her her dad sees yep sees her and she comes back well, and grandma grandma got the uh she got the um the flying machine now yeah that fell fell down and she was uh but at the end it's like she asks if she's dead and they go well and she wakes up and they go you tell us and she's like i don't know well that's, she definitely is because grandma's there with both eyes well, yeah, but then there's or all is these this other all people. Going to be a hallucination from 
who the anesthesia but the every everybody that was killed is back yeah surrounding her I'm, that's it's what got I'm a, saying. It's is got the, a real kind of almost oh. lost-ish ending a little bit where she wakes it. I thought this was a really nice ending. I thought this was a nice... If they if they end the series like this, I'm happy. I'm okay. Alrighty then. Oblivion Song 18. I didn't make it. I didn't get to it. I tried. Ah, this one was good. I'll, I'll, this was really I'll good. Get to it, yeah. yeah. Um, Ed and Nate end up fighting one of the faceless ones together. Uh, and Nate. Nate's the one from our, our world, yep. right? He ends up getting stabbed. Yep. And, and uh, Ed, Ed takes him back. He right. transports back. And he reveals that he doesn't take the belt off. Yep, so he always has an out plan. Um, but he survives surgery and all, all that. And uh, Ed's like, listen, these things are real. You know, we need to do something about them. And uh, Nate re- reveals that, hey, I've seen them the first time I was over there. I didn't, I didn't know what it was. It was just a glance. And he's like, But well, now you- that I think about it, it looked like a base. Yep. Um, so he knows where to take him. We get to the base, and uh, the guy that was from the original team that they thought was lost that's now kind of leading the Faceless Men, you find out that they're kind of holding the family. and Kind of, yeah. And he's like, what do you need to do? It's like, doesn't matter. you know. I'm home. I'm home. This was fucking accident. Yeah, this, this was... The review doesn't really do it justice. Uh, you almost have to read it and see the art combined with the story. Yeah, absolutely. The art's um, been amazing. Um, um, yeah, from this going like starting on fire to kind of dipping near the and end almost and to the point where we were going to drop, drop this. it to really picking up since you know what, like 13 the, the time jump, I'd yep. say, is when it really yeah. picked up a lot. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, 13 would have been because that end that started up, um, the, the third trade, right? Yeah, Once in Future by uh, Kirian Gillen. Uh, Dan, Dan Moore. Moore. Uh, is this? Do they both? I gotta look. Are they both doing Wicked and Divine? I believe so. Is it? Is it the? In it's it's both of them. Yeah. What else did he do? Carrie and Gillen. Uh, I was trying to figure that out when I was reading this, and it was something that we were on. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Oh, it's uh, it's uh, die. Oh yeah, that's die. right. Yeah. 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 Um. But Dan Mora is not doing their art on Die. No, no, no. So, um, this starts out with in uh, Cornwall, Great Britain. Uh, there's a record heat wave and drought, so they're able to dredge an old lake, and they find some stuff, including an old sheath. Um, anyways, this woman shows up, who they think is a professor. Wrong, not a professor. Ends up taking the sleep the sheath and killing yeah. the archaeologist. Right. So we now go to Somerset, um, where an old lady's listening to the news. It, she, they're they're she's in a retirement, in a retirement home. home. Yep, in a retirement and home. Like, they're all like, change the channel. I want to watch the, the. They reference the Great Brit- British Break- Bake Off, and yep. she's like, "Yeah, you could do that, but it'd be kind of hard to recover from the broken finger <laughs> yes. at, at your age." Yeah, at your age, and she's rolling a cigarette yeah. the whole time. Yeah. Um, 
Meanwhile, in Bristol, uh, her grandson, her grandson, as it's revealed, is on a date. He's a bit of a klutz, but gets a call from the home that, hey, grandma left. And um, the girl who I guess they work together. Well, when they're listening to the news, she's not watching the grand going back to grandma. She's she's not watching. watching. She just listens and she hears about the Robert. Mm hmm from from the find and yep. she's she asked to go out to for a have walk, a cigarette, have yeah. a cigarette for a walk yep. to have a cigarette and uh anyways the state and i, I love the back and forth here because yeah. it's like oh is that the uh call it's an emergency you gotta go she's like no it's my grandmother's home it's like she's wandered off it's like I, she's never done that she's like, and well. and then at this point the girl actually feels Kind like of sorry gen- for gen- gen- genuine uh uh yeah she has empathy the, she has this, empathy this for guy, she's like well, you're a bit of a klutz, so I can kind of see why you're single. But apparently, he's you know a rugby, a professional rugby player. He's yeah, very good looking, um, talented. But then his gra- grandma calls him and says, "Hey, I need you to come get me." She's like, "I need to go." And the girl's like, "I totally understand." She goes, "It's not the worst date ever because it's over." Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, they they are in the middle. He finds her. She's in the middle of the woods, and she's like, "I need your help with this." And she's trying to pry something up. It's a doomsday shelter. Oh, my God. It is an armory. (laughs) All right. So I just thought, (laughs) I don't know why. I guess it's because he's not here. So if we would go back to to the date page on here when he spills the wine, uh, like right now, all I can think of is Josh on that date and going, well, while you got to take your shirt Shirt off. off. Let's fuck. Kind kind of scares me that that popped in your head. I, I, it was just, it like, just does. Oh, that's how it would go if Josh was having a date. Yeah. So anyway, it's this doomsday shelter, and it's like I can't really hear too well anymore. Do you hear that? Well, at first, first she's like going through this stuff. She's like, "What's all this stuff?" She's like, "Oh, I used to use it when I hunted vampires." She's like, "What?" Yeah. She, he's like, "You told me that was all bullshit." And she's like. Oh, honey, there's a lot of stuff I say is bullshit. bullshit. She's just like so cool and calm through the whole thing. And she's like, well, what what made you? She's like, yeah, but I didn't need it anymore because I ran out of vampires. Yep. Granny's a fucking straight up G. Like, she is a badass. She's like, can I kind of hear something? Is the light kind of changed? She's like, yep. Well, fucking giant serpent. They call it a quest beast. A que- it is a quest beast. It's, yeah, it's, but... It's, is it pregnant with fucking? No, it's just got a di- belly full of, of hounds. Of, oh my god, that that is some fucked up shit there. And Granny's like, "You need to run." And then finally, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. She, she's real calm about it. She's like, "Oh, when you see stuff like this, there's only one thing to do: run." run. <laughs> and it's like, "All right, now, uh, Duncan. His name is Duncan. Lead it back here." Yeah, she and, hands him a spear. She she has the thing to kill it. And and, and what's actually really cool is the creature. The beast sees the spear like, and just nope. stops and he's like, yep. nope, not going to do it. Fuck this shit, I'm out. And and leaves. And, and, and he's like, should we run after? He's like, no, no he'll be back. He's <laughs> like, no, honey, you don't want to run after beast. You'll never stop running after him. <laughs> so he's freaking out and he's like, all right, I got, she just packed a bag. He's like, I got everything. Now we're going to go here. And he's like, well, why would I well, take you Well, the whole thing here? is you, you, you forget one of the best parts is it's when she shoots him. She shoots him. Because <laughs> he's like telling her, no, yeah, we're going he's back. He's like, you're not doing this. You're, you're going back to the home. You're not going to shoot me And shoots a piece of his ear off. And she's like, you shot him. He's like, I was trying to give you a shave. He's like, I was trying to give you a shave, but the old fingers don't work like they used to. 
Granny she's like, is fucking she's, she's awesome. She's just like, dog, stop crying about it. You've had worse in the scrum because he's a rugby player. So they load up and she starts telling them about, hey, you know, these seats have more power than the swords. A lot of people don't realize that. And this one that was stolen has the power to heal. Everything. Has the power to heal heal everything. It's like, but they never get give them a name. And then he's finally like, well, what was the sword's name? She's like, Excalibur. And he loses his shit. Like, fucking Excalibur. Like, King Arthur's Excalibur. She's like, well, no, it's the Lady of the Lakes Excalibur. It was just he, on, it was one of her swords. Yep, it's just on just, loan. Just on loan. And um, she's saying, listen, you know, there's always the legend that he would come back in, in England's darkest, darkest days. Hour. But you really have to ask yourself, is he coming back to save us from our darkest or days? Or is he going to be the or beginning of Or is he going to be the beginning days. of it? The crew from the beginning that stole stole the sleeve is uh, in a, a tunnel of some sort, and they come yeah, to a temple, some, like, and there lies the once and future king. Yeah. So, if I wasn't so vested in Gideon Falls, this probably would have been my pick of the week. This was my pick of the week before we started the podcast. Yeah. I've seen the art on Silver Surfer Black, and this was fucking seriously phenomenal. Grand reminds me of a couple of my residents, just old and this, feisty. And uh, this was really good. I really, I really enjoyed this. This is doing stupid on the internet. It is technically as we are recording this podcast. Of course, this will only get posted in you know. Four weeks. Maybe this, the next time uh, a, um, doomsday a doomsday clock, clock <laughs> ships. Or Shazam strips. Or Shazam. Or Shazam. Exactly. So um, uh, at the cur- at, at th- this they, they recording. Will get, they will get edited because this is, I have this, tomorrow off. So This is uh, uh, fourth printing. Fourth? It's the last going, I saw was It third. just came out two days ago. It is going into a fourth printing. I, I don't get it. Like, second it prints, second prints are gonna do money because they're allocated. Because our orders got cut for what I ordered on the second prints, so uh, I make sure one ends up in my box. I don't have that many. I think I'm getting this many copies. That many? I got they're allocated. Sold. I got allocated. <laughs> they're sold. Um, this would, yeah. This uh, if it wasn't for the art and. Like I said, Silver Surfer Black with Trad Moore art and the way it works with Donnie's words. I, I couldn't put it above this, but this is the best number one out this week. Which yeah, there definitely. was a lot of number ones. Yeah. This um, but this, this is this is really good. Uh um, why so, why it's going crazy, I can't I, don't I can't either. put my like, finger on that. My only thing would be the speculators on thinking this is going to be the next wicked and divine. I don't. I'm not. Don't I'm not a hundred percent sure course, how much this is going to be an ongoing or if it's going to be a mini or what's going on with it. Um, this is listed as one of six. So okay, it's a six part mini. I think it's because it's ready made for TV. Yeah. Oh. Like you oh, read yeah. this. This is almost like it's very similar to how I felt the first time I went through like Redneck. Like right. It's almost like I can wa- see how this would look on TV. On the screen I, I with the see, actors and everything yep, else. Yeah. I can see how this would do it, and I think that's part of it. I'm all in on it. I'm a big time into Arthurian Legends. I took a cla- I ta- took Arthurian Legends as an English class in college, which is still probably my favorite class ever. I mean, we read, like, 
old school, like old English. Lady of Shalot, yeah. uh, stuff like that. So when it comes to like anything, Arthurian Legends, sign me up. This was fucking phenomenal from our friends at Boom. And I don't think they gave, nope, they didn't give you the store listing, so we still don't know if you're in Pennsylvania. That's true. I'll have to see what other, oh, wait, there was a Buffy book. Where's your Buffy? No, 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 that, no that, that was, was last, last week. Yeah, that was last week. Okay. Do you still have anything else? Or am I I'm done? done. I don't think I read anything else. Um, I'm going to make sure this is my last one. We did that, did that, did that. Yeah, last book. So, uh, Analog Number 7 by Jerry Dugan. So, uh, two good Dugan books this week. We had a couple of Zdarsky it's books. It's been a while since we've seen Analog, hasn't it? No, there was no, one last we, month. It yeah, came back it, from it hiatus. It came back from okay. hiatus, yeah. Um, no, what we haven't seen is the uh, Dead Rabbit. And I don't think we're going to. Uh, yes, there is rumors that there are coming back as Dead Eyes. I'm fine with that. That book was really good. Yes. As is this. So, um, anyways, our main character is asking about work. Obviously, Sam and his girlfriend are going off to uh, D.C. to get some answers. And it's like, well, Jack, you're not going to like the answer, but it's Miami. <laughs> and Miami is under about two foot of water. So all the vehicles are souped up to drive, kind of be amphibious. And he's like, fuck, apparently he hates Miami. So anyways, he's there, and he's like, all right, we need to go. So he gets in the bar, and they come out with the briefcase with the paper, and the guy comes in, he's like, sorry about this, Jack, but there's a price on your head, and, you know, no friendship's worth that much business, so he's going to take him out, and Jack's just like, takes a swig of his beer and just thumps him with the fucking beer bottle, goes behind the bar, and he is actually... And they think they get him. So it skips to DC and they're like, what the fuck is going on with this? You know, you said Oppenheimer was dead. You know, all this like you're funding him now. It's like, well, he had he had ideas on the next generation of AI and we kind of needed that. Um, And they're like, well, you realize it's not him. He's hiring people. It's like, however, it gets the job done. Um, So it's like she's like, well, put it this way. You're going to tell us where he is. Or we're going to fucking really have problems. Um, you have 24 hours. So, anyways, back to Miami. They get Jack and it's like, oh, he's, he's on the floor. He's bloodied up. And they're like, oh, he must be. They drag him out because he's lifeless. Well, he steals a gun and shoots the guy right in the balls. And he t- takes down the rest of the crew. And the guy pulls down his pants like, oh, God. It's still there. And fucking Jack just straight up kicks him right in the grundle. <laughs> Anyways, he's interrupted. He's like, are you Mr. McGinnis? Like, yep, I have this for you. And it's a it's a cassette. He's like, how in the fuck am I supposed to listen to this? And then the fucking skateboarder comes in. And he turns and pulls the gun on. He's like, whoa, dude. Whoa. It's like, I was just giving this to give to fucking... How does he say it? Um, to deliver to some old piece of shit, and you look like some old piece of shit, so congratulations, you old piece of shit. Um, and he finds out that this is his first job as a uh, as a letterman, uh, or a ledger man. So he plays the tape, and it's the people from Japan uh, that have uh, that showed him all the 
AI from, I believe that was number five, where the series cut off. And they're like, listen, if you want some answers on Oppenheimer, you need to go to uh, the Ledger Bar in Austin, Texas. And it's like, um, but you'll come up against some stuff. And he's like, well, fuck, I guess we're going to Texas. And he's just carrying the boombox with him. So this is fucking, I love this. So um, what Oppenheimer is really planning or what he's telling the government is they're eventually going to get the internet back to where it was, where not everything is instantly posted. Um, so I'm all for it. Uh, I love Jack's character in this because it's just like, he's just trying to do what he does and he keeps getting backstabbed by everyone. And you can just tell he's getting fed up with it. But this was absolutely phenomenal um i'm glad the series is back up and running cool all right well that's it for books this week uh on to meteor anything happened this week jimmy so we got a new creative team on deadpool oh that's right you how do you feel me. about that <sighs> kelly thompson i like because i liked her mr and mrs x how she mm -hmm. wrote deadpool in that um I, I haven't read a lot of her series just because I really don't care about Rogue and Gambit all that much. But um, I'll give her a shot. Uh, I thought she kind of understood how Deadpool should be written. But Chalo's the hard part I need to get around. I mean, his... You don't like his art. When he was on Spectacular and on... Yeah, uh, that's what I wrote you when I said, you don't amazing. really like his art. So. I fucking despised it. But he was on a couple, couple Spider-Man vs. Deadpools where the art wasn't that bad. I think it would work... His art style probably could work a little bit better with Deadpool because there's a little more creative freedom, I want to call it almost there, that, you know, when I see Spider-Man, you know, part of it is, you know, the world that's built, you already have an idea, and his kind of abstract view of it is kind of weird, but in a Deadpool book, I guess that could work. I'll give it a shot. I mean, I'm picking him up. I have the entire run of Deadpool. I was going to say, you're not going to give up on your run of Deadpool just no, because I of mean, this. No, I mean... I'm almost complete to have every single series. I think I have like one or two minis or one-offs yet to get. I was gonna say you have pretty much the core series. Oh, I do. I have everything from from the first one all the way yeah, through. Yeah, so. including fucking Agent X, because that's part right. of, that's part of the legacy numbering. Yeah. So uh, I, I, we're getting a Deadpool series back, so that's good. Now, are they continuing with the number or no? It's gonna doing? be a new number one. That that was already leaked uh, at at san diego because the number one's going to have a mary jane variant all righty so i might be on board for a mary jane variant they're doing a mary jane variant month again yeah it's gonna be a whole month. oh okay yeah um, so, are you sure or are you gonna take that back now i might take that back that's what i thought put them <laughs> in my box i'll look at them if i don't like them i'll put them on the shelf again. uh marvel television and hulu have rebranded the banner of the upcoming ghost rider and hellstorm shows it's actually going to be under one banner it's going to be they're doing midnight suns right no um so originally the uh show was going to be called spirits of adventure but now it's all going to be adventures into fear which makes sense because that's where they yeah. were introduced. So um, it's going to be a series that kind of deals with all the ones no, that would fall under. Ghost Rider was Marvel Spotlight. Are you sure? Who, me? Yeah, the first appearance of Ghost Rider is Marvel Spotlight 5. Well, yeah, but he appeared, a lot of his early appearances were 
the uh, Adventures into Fear. I thought Ghost Rider That's actually showed up in one of the westerns. Well, yeah. Uh, huh? I thought Ghost Rider's actual first, like the actual appearance of a Ghost Rider was in one of the westerns. But anyway, yeah, yeah, but that that. But anyway, yeah, they're going like, to be under an adventures uh, into fear that was announced this week. Oh, let's see. Trying to see what. Um, Hickman's actually coming under fire because they're claiming he plagiarized the idea of House of X from a. A novel called The Fifteen Lives of some, Someone. Uh, the First Fifteen Lives of Harry August, because apparently he has talked about this book in the past, and he's like, he's like, well, yeah, I'm a big fan of this book, and he's like, but this isn't a new concept, this, you know, reincarnation. I was going to say, like they, they've done this and over and over and over And even again. the author of uh, The First Fifteen Lives of Harry August even came out and said, listen, this was an original idea when I did it. I don't think in any way he, you know, plagiarized me. It's just a very cool plot device, and it worked great with the X-Men. So uh, that kind of died off. I was going to say, can you really plagiarize a plot device? Yep. Well, look, Stephen King has said there's only, like, five stories. And everything's... Right. It's it's all the same. It's all how you spin it. Yeah. So, um, apparently, Black Widow... Um, it's been leaked that one of the end credit scenes or mid credit scenes, as that's the next movie coming out, uh, is going to feature Deadpool as his entrance into the MCU because that's the one character they want to introduce right away. I was going to say they were uh, they have an interview with by uh, year. Is there a third Deadpool movie in the works? Yes, yes. Uh, under said, under the Fox thing yet, or is this going to be total it, MCU? It, it, now? It's it's going to be MCU, but they're still going to keep it. They said they'll still open it up for R rating, but honestly, if you watch uh, one, uh, the Deadpool Christmas thing release, they did that they did it PG thirteen. I know people are like, oh, it needs to be R rated. It worked great as PG thirteen. I mean, there wasn't the Fox and stuff like that, but. It worked fine as PG thirteen. So if they he, even in the books, he doesn't curse as much as everyone thinks. thinks. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that is the rumor there. Um. That he'll be in the end credits scene. Um. <laughs> she Hulk is now being rumored for uh, Spider Man three. So. Uh, yeah. Uh, but they're not rumoring her as She Hulk. The, the way I read it, it's going to be Jen Walters showing up. Yeah. As as uh, Peter's lawyer. Yeah, uh, because that originally was going to be Daredevil, but I right. guess they don't want to revitalize Charlie Cox's Daredevil at this time, so um, it's going to well, be... Well, plus there's something with the Netflix deal that they can't really do anything with Daredevil for a certain amount of time. I guess, I don't know. Um, Yondu is getting his own solo comic series. That was announced this week. Well, he showed up in the uh, Future Foundation, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, Ewan McGregor is officially confirmed to return as Obi-Wan Kenobi for the Disney Plus series. Oh. That's been heavily uh, rumored for a while now. It has been confirmed. Is that going to be Obi-Wan on Tatooine? Because that's where he was left. Well, yeah, it's going to be the bridge those years. Is uh, Okay. Um, so that, that, that could be good or it could be terrible. 
So the uh, Blade reboot has found its Dracula, or so it's rumored to be. Wesley Snipes. I think they've also announced the Blade. Really? Did we cover that at all or not? What? Yeah, uh, that was the, all the Blade casting. Yeah, that was already announced we, at didn't know if we uh, San Diego. So we covered that. Yeah. The week of Comic Con. Yes, so that would be that'd be interesting. A good nod to really the original. If yeah, you right. want, if you want to talk about it, probably what really started comic because that that predates Spider Man, doesn't the first Blade? Yeah, yeah. The second yeah. one was actually uh, directed by Guillermo del Toro. Toro. Yeah, and also star well as as one of the big supporting actors, little Norman Reedus. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and. Um, uh, that was the first successful Marvel movie. Well, technically, Men in Black was a Marvel movie because they bought the company of Malibu. It was a Malibu book that yeah didn't sell, but, but I mean that was that was the first real wide release Marvel. That was under yeah. that was technically a Marvel character yep. and stuff like that, but yeah, th- but that was under um, New Line. What's that? Yeah, that was that New was Line, Cinema, which yeah. is Warner Brothers Dimension. I, I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to. Anyway, uh, Henry Cavill is being uh, eyed for U.S. Agent for the MCU, so Superman coming to the MCU. Can he really? do it? Is there contracts with people crossing over on that stuff yet? There used to be. I won't see why. There used to be, which is I one of the reasons. I can see it, actually. Yeah. I mean. I don't think Henry Cavill's that tall. I think he's kind of short. Oh. I, yeah. I think he's taller than you think. Listen, they make they make Tom Cruise look like he's six. I was going to say his fucking movies. <laughs> yeah, and he's, he's like, like five, five three four or something. Yeah, yeah. I think he's actually shorter than Glenn, than Glenn Danzig. So, yeah. um, going through here, uh, kind of uh, said it earlier, but it's been announced that Shazam number seven is going to be pushed back an additional two weeks, now being released on September nineteenth. It was originally supposed to come out. On the 19th of June. So it will be a full three months behind. Does that beat out any of the pushbacks for Doomsday Clock? No. No, no, because no. there was one that was like four months late. But the best part is they still haven't moved number eight. And number eight is supposed to come out the 26th. So we could get Shazam <laughs> on back-to-back weeks. after not That has one. happened. That has happened already, yeah. So... I don't know what the fuck Jeff or, Johns or, is doing. Or you that. could be like the goon where number five comes out before number four. <laughs> right. <laughs> and that happened back with the Spawn books too. So, And I do believe that is all I have for media. Uh, he did? There's a late breaker. This just happened. Oh. Yeah. I just. Well, just... before that, uh, Ernie Cologne. Passed yes. away at 88 earlier oh. this week. Oh, I didn't see that. I did. Oh, that. Wait, did I meet him? I can't remember. I think I did meet him. I got to look, see if I got an auto or uh, uh, anything. Uh, earlier this week, the, uh, one of the Walking Dead actor died from cancer. It was one of the bodyguards from the governor. So it was a guy that was on. He fought Rick um, 
in one of the battles. Or oh, something the like Hispanic guy. I think it was him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wait here. I should actually look up his name. Oh no, uh, Dan Dango Nguyen. Nguyen. Doesn't doesn't uh, that guy? It was one of the. Yeah, it he, was one of the guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but the late breaker. I just is, I just got it. Yeah, yeah, the late breaker that just happened. Peter Fonda passed away. Peter Fonda, Holy Easy Rider, shit. just died at seventy nine. Uh, this was, uh, as our recording, uh, uh, released not even a half hour ago. Wow. Um, w- which he's in Ghost Rider. Yeah. 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 He's the, uh, old. Well, no, he's, he's the father, he, isn't he? No, he's Mephisto. Oh yeah. He's Mephisto. Yeah. He's Mephisto. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, Cause the, the old Ghost Rider is Sam Elliott. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's Sam Elliott. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so look at, look, <laughs> we, have, we have another comic tie with him. Um, Peter Fonda was also future world, I think. Yeah, I don't, yeah, he's in future world. I don't think he's in, uh, no, he wasn't in West world, but it would have been uh, future world was the other, other one, which that's a, um, uh, uh, God, I'm being terrible with names. Uh, Jurassic Park uh, writer. Um, I'm, I'm losing it. Anyway, it's that Arthur. He he directed and uh, did Westworld. Okay then. <sighs> Sorry. No, you were. Hey, it's been at your age. Day. It's understandable. Right. Um. Barbara March from Star Trek New Generation passed away, I think, two days ago. Oh, I didn't see that one. What did she, uh, which character did she play? Uh, Lursa, one of the Klingon Duras. Oh, okay. I don't know. That I don't. Star Trek fucking awful, in my opinion. Uh, Next Generation, I like. Um... But I believe that is all I have for recent ones. Um, one that we didn't cover because it really got a lot of news. Uh, Ross G, the rapper, kind of known for reggae, kind of Jamaican style rap. He passed away. He, I have no idea who that is. Yeah, I don't know. He did a lot of work with Sublime in the early 90s on some of their... Okay. He produced, I think, some of their songs. Um, he passed away of lung cancer, I believe. All righty. Okay. okay, I think does that cover everything? I else? believe that covers everything. All right. Well, if we missed anything, leave a comment below. Oh, they're not going to leave a comment. You know that. I, yeah, I'm still going to fish for them. <laughs> All righty. So thanks for uh, hanging in there. Um, it's another week. I believe we got another big week of full of books it, next it week. It seems also. like this whole month is just going to be. They're all competing with each other. It's, you know, we got a couple big except events for D- going. Except for DC. Except for DC. <laughs> what, we had, I had one DC book this week. I had two, yeah. Flash and Detective. Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, it's it's crazy. Bendis is doing a great job running that company. He's not running the company. Yes, he is. Just, well. Just they just <laughs> just leaning on them for everything. All righty. So uh, for comic book rehab, I'm the maestro. I'm the Mad Hatter. 
Jimmy Kimmel almost live. And absent Josh. Absent and Josh. I had to again. leave early Josh. <laughs> and uh, which makes, I mean, the smile on Jimmy's face. I don't know if we can actually he, smack he, that you off You actually of him. saw his mood get better as Josh left. <laughs> I, I have I didn't harass Dave near as much at, at all. Josh. No, you didn't. You didn't make him yell or anything because it's like Dave's oh, yeah, going to be like Josh. You can't come. John, John, yeah, Jimmy's, I, I nice Jimmy. Jimmy's right. You, you yeah, need yeah. to just leave. Jim, if you're not here, Jimmy's nice to me. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, the new the new episodes will go up. Be good to each other. Yeah, um, I saved some dead chickens today, which I went. Dead Chickens. That would be a perfect name for a country thrash band. On that note. (laughs) Be good to each other.